with the latest theatrical release of The Lego Movie 2. What better way to celebrate it than to actually talk about it in our family-friendly February. We talked about the first one last week. Now we're doing the continuation. What happened when the Duplos took over? Well, <laughs> it's crazy, and we're talking all about it on a very Raptor Army edition of the Review Review. This podcast is going to get stuck inside your head. <gasps> Hello, everybody. I'm Troy to the Mact Extreme. I'm Tiffany Haddish as a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going all over that Lego Movie 2 colon the second part. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me get that out before we continue. Is it? Is it more like the Lego Movie or is it more like the colon? Find out. Oh, a top of the hour. A top of the hour. <laughs> Very good, Joel. Right? 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 Right. Uh, sorry, I thought of last minute news. Last minute. Bennett. <laughs> last minute news. First bit of news I got, JT. The, the day that we are recording this is none other than Dinosaur Neal's birthday. Yeah. Send him a shout-out. I want to send him a shout-out. We got a letter in from, uh, I think his friend Bruce, that said he just wanted to shout-out his best friend's uh, birthday. Good. So Happy there birthday. You, there you go. I think I sent him a gif of a <coughs> of a girl at her birthday throwing a cake on the floor. What a girl. Yeah. <laughs> what a girl thing to do. He's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a good guy that Neil is. Or girl. Uh... <laughs> Let's get into the real news, JT. The Marvel's Eternals movie, apparently, set to start filming in August. Oh my. I am still blown away that they are doing this. What's the Eternals again? I can't remember. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's like these otherworldly godlike beings. Oh, yeah. I think you tried to explain this to me one time, and I got so bored that you just shut yeah. off. Yeah. I think halfway through it, I took a nap. <laughs> see, that's what I just think about it in general. I'm like, I don't see how it can be generally that interesting to audiences. Because I, I haven't even heard, like, you know how, like, Feige does his, like, two-year plan? It's like, yeah. this is what's going to be coming out in the next two years. Look at this hat and this blazer combo. That I'm wearing. Anyway. He likes wearing never... hats and blazers? <laughs> yeah, that's all he wears. And blue jeans. Yeah, well, makes sense. He's got a look. Uh, but I have never heard him talk about this ever. Which, it's like odd to me. That's sort of like not promoting. I guess they want to get through this whole endgame thing first. Yeah. But still, it's like, this is what we have coming after the pipeline. I would think they'd want to be like, knowing that they have like a... Oh, Endgame is like a two on the nose pun. But Endgame. Be because they have this coming, they'd be like, this is what we have coming down the pipeline. Yeah. And Eternals is one of them. I've never heard any of that. I don't know, Troy. He's playing it safe. Maybe he thinks it's going to be a big pile of shit. 
That's what I think it is. Oh, no. Big pile of shit. Hot take. <laughs> Over something I know nothing or little about. I don't think anyone knows anything about them. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, so we're going to move on to something else. Something else, JT, that is also being filmed. Shit. Did your daughter scribble all over it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah. It's going to reportedly start filming in July. Are you a fan of a He-Man, JT? Um, is Nemesis Skeletor? Ah! Battle Cat? What? <laughs> Uh, the others, the rest, um, sure. Eternia. I think, uh, my mom always makes fun of me when I was a kid that she would say He-Man and then I would, I would, uh, double bicep pose. It's a classic pose. When I was, when I was a baby, that was like my, that was my first instinct. Did you raise your sword to the sky and yell, I have the power? No. And then turn into Dolph Lundgren? I mean, I wasn't that smart. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't smart enough to turn into Dolph Lundgren when I was two years old, Troy. If you are, Dolph Lundgren's a genius, I've heard. So, got to be pretty smart to turn into that guy. Uh, More news, JT. Reportedly, that uh, we've got stuff. Now, I've just reported on, because I'm a reporter. I've reported on two things. Going into the works. Okay. Here's two things. Maybe leaving a slate. Uh-oh. You ready for this news, JT? What? Is this s- stuff that's not going to happen now? Reportedly. <gasps> by me. Oh, my God. You might want to stand up and then sit down for this. Okay, I'm standing right now. You can see me standing. Well, I'm glad you're using the room. It's so good. Yep. I'm, is- now, I'm now spreading out, trying to take up <laughs> as much space in the room as possible. <laughs> that reportedly, the... Jared Leto Joker solo movie and his team-up movie with Harley Quinn are missing from now the DC's <gasps> film slate. Oh, no. Oh, no. Whatever will we do without another Joker movie? Oh, my God. We have that wacky Joaquin one coming out. That wacky Joaquin one. And then that's it. Good. <laughs> Nobody cared about that Joker. At all. I'm glad it's wiped. This is hot news, JT. <laughs> I'm, you're heated right now. <laughs> More movie news, JT. Okay. The Breaking Bad movie. That's going to be a thing. <clears throat> Somehow this, uh, I either didn't listen if you said it for news, or I don't remember ever us bringing this I up. I brought it up before. I don't it's remember. supposed to be like a continuation of Jesse Pinkman's story. Oh, that sounds familiar. From the uh, from the end of uh, the original Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Breaker, Breaker, Bad. <laughs> uh, so that's reportedly going to be released not only on its hosting channel AMC, yeah, but will also drop on Netflix. I heard that. For all those people that just have the Netflix, they can enjoy some Breaking Bad, too. Good. Well, I think Netflix is where Breaking Bad really got popular, too. I would say that is the truth. Yeah. Not a lot of people have cable. When did Netflix go full-on streaming? Like, really hit it hard? (sighs) Was Breaking Bad, like, coming out as that was happening? Or did Um... that come out... After it was already, like, a I, It was in the thing. middle of when it was out. Because I remember there wasn't a lot of people. <clears throat> I think, like, 
the first couple seasons of Breaking Bad, like people weren't really watching. And mm-hmm. then when uh, I think when they put like the first couple seasons out on Netflix was when people really started like getting into it. Yeah, I to be fair, like I didn't really find Breaking Bad to be like really engrossing until maybe to the end of the second season. Yeah, like I it was a good show, but I'm just mm-hmm. like I don't see why everyone thinks this is amazing. Yeah. Until it like continues on from there, and then it's like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, right when like when <clears throat> Gus and them get like in- introduced, then you're just like, shit. Yeah, shit. How is he gonna get out of this scuffle? Good lord. How is Walter White gonna yeah. do it? You're literally watching like piles of shit get thrown onto one man, <laughs> and then him always finding his way out at I the know. end. Where it's you're like, so oh, my good. God. So good. Um, you know that Spawn movie. <clears throat> That Todd McFarlane is threatening everyone with? Yeah, threatening, holding at gunpoint for... It's going to be so hard of an R. He's literally chiseling an R out of stone right now. (laughs) It's going to be based in horror. Yes. With so many hard R's in that horror. Yeah, the hardest of R's. Uh, Well, apparently, that script is still being tweaked. But as that's happening, being pitched to studios, even as we speak... I'm just imagining... Writers just sheepishly walking into Todd McFarlane's office, laying a script on his desk, and then he picks it up and reads three lines and says, Not R enough! <laughs> and then throws it in their face. No, it's fucked up. I think he's writing the script. So it's like he just puts it down on his own table, then picks it back up. Now it's shit! And just hawks it across the room. He he writes it, and then he hires people to bring it in like they wrote it, so he can yell at them. <laughs> yeah. Except that one guy that brought in who was just NC-17, and then yeah. he still threw it at him. It's too hard! Yeah. <laughs> this is a soft NC-17, and I want a hard R! <laughs> Uh, I think the last bit of news I got here, JT, is that Mike Mignola, creator of Hellboy, said that we got a brand new trailer for that movie coming up next week, and this one will blow your mind. No, you were a tad bit disappointed with the first one, Troy. It was, uh, I I, kind of fell into it. Okay. But it didn't wow me. Yeah. I had a lot of questions more than... wows (laughs) more cues less dubs more like wow (laughs) no (laughs) more like why did they do that (laughs) why would they do those things but maybe it was just a red herring why would they put monet monet (laughs) in that trailer this is a good song it is a good song but not combined with hellboy (laughs) Anywho, so check out a new trailer next week. Mignola himself said, knock your socks off. All right, well, we'll. I, I want to be there in the room while you're watching it for the first time to see if your socks stay on. Oh, oh my goodness. What if it's so good my socks are just blown off right now? <laughs> if it's it's going to be it's like some a... some temporal shit. Yeah, it's just... a... <laughs> it goes through my chest and I'm just like, hold my... <laughs> My hand comes up and there's blood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good deal. That's all my news, though. I got barely anything today. Oh, my God. Well, you had some things. 
Don't, some things. Don't sell yourself short, Troy. You try. Well, I did do a valiant effort. Who's a good boy? Only the, I'm a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> I am a good boy. <laughs> oh, Troy. Should break out more of those pretzel rods. Just crunch into them on the mic. You should. <coughs> just, <coughs> just the best. <coughs> Troy, this is us. Yes. We watched the pilot forward on our show. Yes, we did. We had some things to think about it, but America is in love with this show. Boy, are they. So much so that it appears that they're going to be back for a fourth season. Oh, my. But, oh. according to the creators, it looks like it's going to end after the sixth season. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They got three more seasons out of this, huh? Troy. But that means there's an end. Who can oh, no. imagine the end of This Is Us? Um, That's a good question. And I've never really sat down to think about it. But I'm sitting now, and I'm going to think about it. Okay. Us. This Is Us, thinking about the end of This Is Us. Yeah. And we've made it. <laughs> I get it. Good. Everyone dies or cries or something. That's the end good. of it. Good. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even really figure out how the dad died yet? Yeah, he burned to death or something, right? But I thought that was a red herring, because I guess he's now he's back on the show. Oh, is he horribly scarred? No, it was just, <laughs> they were like, oh, he died trying to save the dog in the burning house. And then I think, like, the beginning of the next season, they show him come out of the house with oh. the dog oh. or something. Where you're like, oh, so now you're just teasing us. So you're just going to have this man live a bunch of near-death experiences <laughs> The tease is fucking death the whole fucking show. So it's going to be like <laughs> all those times in Hot Tub Time Machine yeah. where they just wait for that, <laughs> wait guy's, for that guy's arm, arm to go. Arm to come off. Uh, yeah, what, what, what lit up their house anyway? A crock pot or something like that? I don't <laughs> so know. just went up? I just remember that they, they just showed their house on fire and they just kept playing it. And they kept playing like commercials about like, after the Super Bowl, watch a man die or some <laughs> shit like that. Watch a man die live on television. We're literally going to burn Peter Petrelli alive. For your enjoyment. Peter Petrelli. I don't know his real name at all. He's got a fucked up last name, doesn't he? Like Nick Acropolis? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, I think it's something like that. I just call him Peter Petrelli. That's a good shorthand. I like it. Uh, Troy, are you familiar with the... Neil Gaiman graphic novel, Good Omens. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, Amazon's <laughs> making an animated series out of it. All right. I guess it involves uh, God and the devil. And uh, God is going to be voiced by Francis McDormand. Okay. And I think they got a pretty sweet devil. Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, Bendy Cumby. Benny Cumby. Good Omens. Let's see. Oh. Can't spell for shit. Good omens. Nope. Never seen it. Oh well. Hopefully it's good. I don't know a whole lot of Neil Gaiman stuff. He's like one of the writers that kind of just does a whole ton of stuff. Yeah. And I like know of his big ones. Hmm. Like the one I can't think of right now. Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> one that one. And Stardust. Oh, yeah. And Coraline. Oh, uh, that was him? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
Almost, wow. And that's all I know about him. That's exactly all I know about him. Well, Amazon's still heavy on that comic book train, so we'll see how it goes. See how it plays out. That's right. We've talked about that animated series of Invincible. That's also coming out onto Amazon as well. I actually went and talked to the Invincible podcast. Oh, boy. They do all news about Invincible. And I got chummy with them over that last summer when I reread all of Invincible. Yeah. Did a retrospective on it. I asked them about what's going on with that movie. They said yeah. it's still in the works. They're still making a movie even though they're making a TV show? Yep. My God. My God. My God. My God. Robert, he said, they uh, quoted like Robert Kirkman saying like it's all kind of going to drop at once. And it's just going to be a big, busy time for him, and he's so excited, and da-da-da-da. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Do it all one time. That's fine. <laughs> just unload a Bl- big pile of Invincible on <laughs> yeah. everybody. Just blow your big old load of Invincible all over the place. <laughs> I'm fine. I love Invincible, so I'll take all of it. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. And I don't really care if people get confused what's the same as the other one. Doesn't matter to me. I can tell the difference. All right, people are going gaga over Watchmen right now, too. Oh, that's so. true. Golly. How's that thing going to be? I'm really curious about how it's going to come off on HBO. Yeah! <laughs> I've seen, like, <laughs> HBO started putting out, like, uh, feelers for it. Like, they'll do, like, they're, like, coming up this year in HBO. And, like, the things they've shown from it are odd. Mm. Like, they've sh- like, there's people, like, in multicolored, like, uh, like latex suits. Okay. But they're like latex where it's like it covers their face too. Like a gimp? Kind of, but it's like they don't even have like eye holes and like you can like see like the form of their face in it. Oh. Like a know. weird latex morph suit? Yeah. Oh. A bunch of them? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know what that's supposed to be about. Ooh, and they show that and they show that Rorschach stuff. that you hate with the Yeah. with the eye holes and Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm still curious for it because I still I really liked Leftovers, so I have faith that he might be able to make this into something good. All right. We'll see, won't we? Yeah. So far, I've seen nothing but confusion. Lost. But hey, those first couple seasons of Lost were good, though. They were. Until it wrapped up to be nothing. Yeah, until he was like, well, shit, we should probably start answering (laughs) this shit. And then the shit that he was trying to answer made no sense. Right. It took a fan fan theories to try to tie everything together somewhat cohesively yeah like the end of that second season is fucking awesome and then Mm -hmm. right after that then it's just like they had no idea what they were going to do yeah yeah that's when it got like fucking great yeah because that's when they open the hatch right yeah no that was when uh they uh the hatch blows up uh that's the end of the second season yeah because the whole first season is what's in the hatch i thought the whole first season or the end of the first season, they find the hatch. No, the first season is they, they blow the hatch top up. Because the finale is like they go to the pirate ship, and they get the dynamite. And then they take it back to the hatch, and they blow it. And then the first season ends with these people looking down in the hole, and then the camera goes down, and then it cuts to black. Oh. I thought that happened in the second season. No, because I remember... That's what got me hooked because our good buddy uh, Coach Havens mm-hmm. got into it, and he was like, "You got to watch up to the very end." And then I watched the end, and I was like, "Holy fuck! <laughs> What's in that hole?" Yeah. And then 
me and Coach Havens like watched it every week from then on. I did buy all of the seasons of Lost. Yeah. And then didn't watch the last two seasons until they were on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Which was way later. <laughs> yeah. It it literally <clears throat> you could see it go completely downhill by the beginning of season 3. Cuz then it's uh, like not by season 3. Because then, like all the like the others was like a really big mystery, and that kind of got revealed in a way where it's like, really, that's them, okay. And then like their whole like hatch blowing up, they just kind of explained it away as magic. So then all that shit was just kind of like, uh, <sighs> okay. <laughs> like all the aspects of it really started to go downhill by the beginning of season three. I, I would argue that it's. I would argue that it was still pretty strong. How many scenes did it have? Eight? Uh, like six? six, six I think it was maybe. six. If it was only six, maybe it was by the end of season three. Because, like, when they started doing the Flash Sideways stuff, Ugh. it's like, oh my god, what is happening yeah. here? The, only... like, the Flash Forwards were okay, but even those were just kind of like, eh. I mean, now you're just kind of... Now I'm like I hate when they do like flash forwards for things because then it's like well now I'm just looking forward to that I really don't give a shit what happens now yeah yeah, yeah. oh well <clears throat> whatever it's been done forever yeah <laughs> they have to go back we have to go back <laughs> there's the obligatory Jack our reference awesome ja- our awesome Jack impression <laughs> that we do like once every twenty episodes Kate. We have to go back. <laughs> oh, perfect. Check out Manifest on NBC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Is, is Sea Danger still in it? Oh, no. Really? She <laughs> dropped out? Oh, yeah. I don't think she's watched that for... Is that even still on? I don't know. I think it's still... I think I got picked up for another season. God but, uh, damn it. No, she... I don't... She only watches... From our pilot stuff from this last one that we did, uh, the one with Tear and Kill Him in it, the parents. Oh yeah, whatever that one's um, called. Single parents, I single think. Single parents. That's I the only one she kept parents. up with. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, there you have it. What do we? What we were talking about before? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but, Watchmen. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see how it turns out. Same. Uh, I'm morbidly curious. Mo- oh my god, don't let it kill you, Troy. Well, it might kill others. Oh no. <laughs> Someone just walks into a room and you're they start ch- they start choking. Yeah. And you're like, Troy, what the hell? Like, <clears throat> I'm just really curious about watching. <laughs> sorry. I'm just really curious about watching. I almost killed you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's some stupid ass shit. <laughs> uh, Troy, that Denis Villeneuve Dune mm-hmm. that's coming out. Dune. Been adding some big names. They brought out old Dave Batista's gonna be <laughs> in it. Right, David Batista. Hey, hey Dave. <laughs> Number one you, wrestling actor. <laughs> Dave, you you gonna be in that new Dune? <laughs> been hearing about. <laughs> Dave Batista's got a lot of redneck friends. <laughs> Dave. Get, get over here. Hey, Dave. Get your, get your big ass over here. Let me ask you something. You gonna be in that new fucking Dune movie that 
<laughs> What's his name? Den- Dennis Villeneuve is going to Villa Dune. <laughs> yeah. De- Dennis Villa Dune. He's making it because it sounds like his fucking name. Hey, you Bautista. Yeah, you big power bombing bastard. Get the fuck over here. I want to ask you about this Dune. Remember when you were in Blade Runner 2049? <laughs> That was a that was a crazy shit, man. You wore those small ass glasses. <laughs> you threw that fucker through a wall. Two oh four nine. Hey, fuck you, man. I read numbers like I read telephone numbers. Helps me remember. Cocksucker, going to talk and tell telling me how to say numbers. You believe this motherfucker, Dave? Ah. Uh. Number one fan. <laughs> yeah. Dave Batista's number one fan. Just Redneck guy. Piece of shit guy. <laughs> Great. Uh what 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 brother Oh Dune. Josh Bro- Josh Brolin is gonna be in uh in it now. Do you know anything about Dune? No. Neither do I. I don't know absolutely nothing about it. Except it takes place in a desert or a dune. Yeah, inside of a dune. And there's big worms in it or something. Or <laughs> I think that's just... Uh, Beetlejuice? No. Um, <laughs> oh, what is it? It's got Kevin Bacon in it. Tremors? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe there's big worms in Dune, too. I think there's big worms in Dune. Hey, guys, send us a message. <laughs> Are there big worms in Dune? <laughs> right in. Yeah. Just... <laughs> right send into us, review, send us, review at gmail.com send us over twitter hashtag there are big worms in dune or hashtag there are not big worms in dune <laughs> yes yes do that that would so, be amazing yeah, send us one of those too <coughs> let us know yeah we have to send the entire hashtag not like hashtag yes or no you have to send the entire hashtag we want right. to know what the fuck you're talking or about. else what are you what are you talking about even yeah we could ask you multiple questions tonight and we won't know the answer because we'll just be putting hashtag yes right or we're like yes to what we asked you like a billion questions last night open your stupid ears so hashtag hashtag there are worm <laughs> there are big worms in dune or hashtag there are not big worms in dune there you go Use one of those two hats. Let's get them trending. Let's get them trending, everybody. <laughs> the people gotta know. That's right. They have to know. <laughs> you brought up Troy that there's that Joker Harley Quinn movie is a no go. It's out. No more. Get out of here. And Harley Quinn's losing work left and right. That's right. I guess she's not even gonna be in the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie either. What? Yeah. She's out. Out of there. Oh, my Well, James Gunn's like, get her out of here. Get her out. Yeah. That's actually surprising me. Because I thought she was going to be hot shit. Yeah. Well, she's still set for that uh, Birds of Prey movie, though. She's got one more chance. One more chance to impress the people. One more chance. Good. She's got one shot. (laughs) So, in Suicides, okay. Did you like Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad? Don't say what, what you thought about the movie. Hashtag. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Did you like Harley Quinn in it? 
Uh, I like the portrayal of her. Okay. And I think you thought she was annoying, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I did. I didn't really, it's not that far off from what she, like, is anywhere else. Yeah. But I think it's just because, like, maybe I'm more into, like, the comic community where she's, like, way oversaturated. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't care anymore. So maybe that's what it was. But I did find her a bit annoying. But, uh, I lost my original train of thought. God damn it. <laughs> thinking about, oh, I, I, now I remember what I, you said. Uh, I said, or I thought. What the fuck is happening to me right now? Just Can you believe serious... this motherfucker can't even remember his own thoughts, Dave? You dragon back tattoo wearing motherfucker. Look at these small glasses. I'm in costume. God damn it, Dave. I fucking love your glasses. <laughs> uh, so James Gunn. Okay, so Harley Quinn's out skis for Suicide Squad. You know when I heard as a rumor that he's going to have in Suicide Squad 2 as a character? Who? Crypto the Super Dog. Holy shit. Well, who's that? Why it's like that? Superman's dog from Krypton that has <laughs> all the same powers as Superman. That does sound like something James Gunn would do. And at first I heard that. And, like, I don't even know if it's true. I just heard it as a rumor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, why would he do that? And the more I thought about it, I'm like, I want to see the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty sweet. Because, like, the way they set it up in uh, the original Suicide Squad, if they're using it as canon, is that they needed a team to somehow take down Superman if he gets out of control. Mm. And what better way to do that is to have a beast... <laughs> of a yeah. dog that can also just bite Superman's balls off or something. <laughs> or what if Crypto is the villain <laughs> in Suicide Squad? Yeah. They're just fighting a big crypt Kryptonian dog. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it's not even like a big dog. It's just like a lab. But it's just got, <laughs> it's just got heat vision and can fly and can uh, bite through steel. Jesus. I know. Uh, and then I think... Uh, what did I hear? I th probably the Weekly Planet brought this up. But the here's a question. So, like, a regular dog yeah. can take down a man. Yeah. But can a kryptonite, like, or not kryptonite dog, can crypto take down Superman? I would assume so. Right. Because isn't the ratio the same? Yeah. You would think? It's his dog. Should be able to take him down. Right. Like, if he's not wearing that padded suit. <laughs> yeah. Got that glove. <laughs> right. Just a dog that can just bite your arm and take yeah. you down. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're agreed on this. I'm in the same mindset. I would have thought this would just be common sense. See? That's what I thought too, but they threw up the question and oh. they had a bit of disagreement on it. These guys need shit to talk about. I know. They're not I know. thinking. They're not thinking like we do. That's right. We smart sometimes. <laughs> we, we big brain. <laughs> we do good things with beer in. <laughs> Mm. I'm not as beer as you drunk I am. Right? <laughs> Get it? Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Gotta! <laughs> uh, Troy? Yeah? In the world of no shit news, uh, <laughs> Aquaman sequel is officially in the works. Oh, perfect. So there you go. That's it. That's it. I heard there's an Aquaman spinoff of just the trench. In the works. 
And I was like, oh, why? Enough. Enough. <laughs> Away. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, yeah, exactly. It wouldn't even have any of the Aquaman characters in it. It would just be like a horror movie from the trench. Like, if you're going to do that, then don't even just, just don't set it yeah. in this comic book world. Yeah. Just do whatever you want and just use the same shit somewhere else. Yeah. We're going to do a horror movie with two Atlanteans. Because you can't make it with people. Right. They're going to be underwater the whole fucking time. Yeah. I mean, what the, what's going on, huh? What the fuck? Anyway, I think it's a bad idea. Don't do it. Yeah. It's much. It'll never be made. Shut the fuck up. But man. who knows? Eternals is getting made, so fuck me, right? Who knows? Troy Hulu. Yes. Uh, still maintaining that deal with Marvel because, you know, they own probably like 50% of it now. 60. Jesus. Six. Good and Lord. A, and a sixth. No. 69, dude. Uh, so now they have more Marvel works oh. in the works oh. of Hulu. Oh. Where uh, I guess they're working on an animated series for Howard the Duck. Fun. Yeah. An adult animated series? Uh, one would hope so. Oh, my God. I don't know. But That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. I'm I into guess it. this is like one of like... Uh, Multiple deals that Marvel is doing with Hulu now. Okay. Really putting more Marvel stuff out there now that okay. looks like they're completely ending their shit with Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting so, to hear yeah. if that Punisher is canceled. <laughs> yeah. Haven't heard it yet. Could still, that season three could be coming right around the corner. It's probably in the works as we speak. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Trey, we're talking about. Lego Movie 2. Yeah. Talked about Lego Movie 1. Yes. Last week. Yes. Of course, the ones that helmed that were Phil Lord and Chris Miller. You bet. So, what the fuck are these guys working on now? What are they up to? What the fuck, man? What are those squirrely little guys up to? Well, I guess they're currently working on a live-action sci-fi film called Last Human. Oh. Which kind of takes a spin on the whole E.T. idea. Okay. Where it is a world full of robots okay. that come across a single living human. Oh. All right. That sounds fun. Yeah. I'm into that idea. I'm into it. I'm really into anything that Lord Miller want to do. Oh, yeah. They're good shit. They haven't led me wrong really yet that I can think of. Even like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs that we reviewed was one of their earlier works. I thought it was pretty strong. Yeah. So, lay it on me. That's yeah. why I really wanted to see them do that solo movie. <laughs> that never happened. Yeah, I know. I, I, God, I'm just curious what that would have been. Yes, more than <laughs> like, anything in the world. Yeah, I, I did like Solo, but it was like, it just, it feels like what Solo would have been all along. Like, I'm really curious what Lord Miller would have done with it. Yeah. I mean, I get why they were booted out. They were using a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand but, that, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Draw the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. Haven't seen Coming any back of it for yet. season three. You gotta get on a trip. probably have to catch up, It's then. good shit. Catch that season three. Well, you have a chance to catch up because uh, it the new season comes up Wednesday, June 5th. Okay. Got some time. <laughs> or starts. Because they, they do, uh, they release their episodes weekly. Oh. Well, that's that Hulu. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Keep you on your 
hose. Get that water cooler conversation. Of course. What is going to happen week to week? Of course, man. Of course. Of course. Of course they do. Of course. Sweet. Maybe I'll... I have been itching to start Handmaid's Tale. It's good. It's good. I just am having a hard time convincing the lady, the old ball and yeah. chain, yeah. to want to watch it. Well, if you want to feel the way that I do about religious things... <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, we do have a a bit of mail. Yeah, well, I got one more bit of news. Try okay, then get into okay. it. All right, uh, better be worth it. I had a great segue. One little bit. <laughs> uh, Thomas Middleditch, Troy. Yes, we love him on the show. Oh yeah, good in Silicon Valley. Yep, he's starting to get into some more properties. I think he's going to be in that new Godzilla movie. I think I heard that too. And now he's landed a part in another big franchise. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's going to be in the latest Zombieland movie that's coming out. Oh, Zombieland 2, yeah. you say? Yeah. All right. Sweet. So It's a good addition. Guy's getting, yeah, he's getting a lot of work. I'm for it. I was going to ask, what has Jesse Eisenberg been up to? And then I remembered he was in, like, Batman v Superman. Yeah. And then everyone realized Thomas Middleditch is better. <laughs> I don't hate Jesse Eisenberg. In fact, I think he's probably eclipsed Michael Sarah because at first, yeah. at first, he was like came on the scene. And he was kind of doing the exact same shit Michael Sarah was doing from yeah. like Arrested Development. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's just like discount Michael Sarah. The Michael Sarah kind of just left. Yeah, he, I think he did Arrested Development, and now he's <laughs> and now he just does anything else. Yeah. Which is fine. He probably has enough money off residuals for all that stuff to just not work. Yeah. Or to do, like, a YouTube show somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, he's pulling in the pulling the fliff. Yeah. He was that... Uh, good on him. Good old Zuckerberg. Then yeah. He was, uh... But the only thing is, like, Eisenberg can jump between, like, comedy and dramas. Whereas I don't think Michael Sarah can. As easy. Yeah. There you have it. I don't know. I want to say he was in something dramatic that might have been good. I Scott can't Pilgrim. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking I about Michael remember. Sarah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We could look mm. it up, but we won't. Yeah. We'll do something about it. Who cares? Whatever. I'm already over it. Well, what was the original news? Zombieland. Yeah. Oh, no, Michael Sarah was good in uh, Molly's Game. Never saw Molly's game. He's good in it, though. All right. I'll agree. He plays the guy that's supposed to be Tobey Maguire. <laughs> oh. Who was just a real dick and, like, would, like, torture people at poker games. Oh, I think you were telling me about that. Yeah. Um. Mail scream? <laughs> yes, Troy. Double deuce in it. So this didn't come into the Gmail. This was via Twitter yes. by an OJ, yeah, OJ Stapleton. Yes. Writing in saying, uh, hey, Troy, so I started watching you on Imperious Rex thank to, thanks to my Sal cosplay during a Halloween episode. Uh... But the past couple days, I've gotten into the review, review, and charm type. They're all super entertaining, and I'm really enjoying them. Keep up the good work. Good. And I responded in kind saying, Hey, thanks a lot. 
you should make sure to tell at Bucky for everyone. Yeah. And at Chelsea Dangerly. They would love to hear the kind words. And then uh, he goes, yeah, I'm about a whole decade ahead of you on the whole parenting thing. So I've got some decent movie ideas. I'll pass along when my two girls are that, uh, uh, when they were that age. Yes. Speaking of our no baby, uh, operation, we, no baby. We got going on on the Mondays. She y'all an email also love JT's whole religion rant, even though I'm pretty religious myself. Yeah. And then, See, he gets it. So, yeah, I mean, we weasel ourselves out of a hole, I think, at the end of that. Yeah. Like I said, you, I, I make the mess and you clean it up. That's right. So, thanks a lot, OJ, for writing in. Really enjoy having some fan feedback out there. We love hearing from our fans. That's right. We do. And that's it. That's all I got for mail. Okay. Well, then, that's done. Oh, boy, is it. JT, I have so many things that are done. Really? I got so many things. I've got six good trailers. Lord. Above and beyond today. Six. Can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> sickening, isn't it? Oh, we're going to be here forever talking about these things. Well, go ahead, Troy. All right. Um, The first one I got dropped today. Yeah. And it's a sequel to a very popular animated movie from probably four years ago at this point. Yeah. Frozen. Oh, okay. The like I a, saw that came out, but I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. It uh, started auto-playing after some video. Otherwise, I wouldn't have watched it either. <laughs> but I did. And so yeah. here it is, because I found it an odd trailer. Okay. I've seen Frozen. Yeah. And I didn't like it that much. Yeah. Did you have you seen Frozen? Yes, I have. Your thoughts? Uh well, <laughs> Molly Pop's a big fan of it. She's not here. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's not the best story, but I do feel like uh it takes some turns in there that I think are kind of cool. All right. I think it's not good. <laughs> Okay. And I think the women in it aren't very strong. Okay. The redhead sister, kind of dumb. Yeah. Gets married to a guy without really knowing him. Spoilers yeah. for Frozen. Yeah. And then turns out to be a bad guy. <laughs> but it's like, I think it's a spin on like what Disney usually does. And then they take it where it's like, but what if the prince was a fucking dickhead? Yeah, I get that. But then that's interesting for the prince, not the girl. Yeah. And then the main chick, Elsa, is not likable. Yeah. Really at all. Yeah. And the only reason she is because she has, she has the popular song. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I, 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 I get that the, the women aren't, aren't that strong, but I appreciate them trying to turn the whole villain on its head and... I thought them focusing more on, like, a sisterly relationship as opposed to, are these two gonna fuck or what? Yeah. Was more, was, like, a refreshing thing for a Disney film. I would agree with you there. <clears throat> We're agreeing. Okay. Even though we disagree. Yeah. Very good. Well, anyway, Frozen 2 is odd. It starts off with, <laughs> uh, it looks like 
Elsa on like the beach of Dunkirk or something like that. Good God, it's all like brown and really gray and hazy. Yeah, and then she like takes a running start at like waves crashing into the beach. Yeah, where she can like run on water and stuff because she's like freezing it as she oh is God. running. She's like Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then she gets like washed up onto the shore. So she goes and tries it again, runs out. And then like a big, like as she freezes like a wave and the freezing effects are, I think are actually pretty cool. Yeah. But then it's only freezing the top layer. So the waves are still crashing through the ice and stuff. Oh, cool. And the waves like crashes and like almost drowns her. Ooh. And then it like jumps into like some weird, like kind of like somber type of like the whole like main group again with like the, weird outdoorsy guy the elk and the sisters and then olaf yeah are like walking through like this bleak wilderness and i'm the like fuck what the happening? fuck is this <laughs> this is like the cars three of frozen <laughs> yes that's exactly <laughs> like it's exactly kind of that so i don't know it's like i'm curious to see it because i'm like yeah. what are you doing you have me on the hook yeah but still, I'm just like, I didn't like the first one enough to want to go see a second like, one. Disney is, like, psychologically torturing all of their characters just to put out interesting trailers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, these two are fucked. <laughs> Don't you want to see them, how they got fucked? It's so, it's so odd, because, like, the last shot of the trailer is, like, a reverse shot where you just see all the characters from behind, and they're, like, standing on this big kind of weird crest of a hill... And they just see, like, this hazy autumn land in front of them. And it looks kind of like a dreary kind of setting. And then you have this odd fucking cartoon snowman. <laughs> like, just sticks out like a store sore thumb right <laughs> beside him. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on with this. All right. Anyway, that's Frozen 2. No, and I want to check this out. This check it out, because it's, it's odd. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next one I got, JT. Did you see the trailer for Child's Play? Oh, I did see this. Uh, so, if anyone has been behind me yeah. on this, yeah, then they hate Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Chucky. I found somebody that has this huge popular thread going on about how, why can't anyone just defeat Chucky, just like kick him? <laughs> and I'm like, finally somebody's trumpeting yeah. The same thing I've been saying for years. Yeah. Just fucking hit him with a broom and get him out of here. And uh, anyway, the trailer, you don't see much of Chucky. No. But it looks more like a weird small soldier's tail. Yeah, like they're doing like a weird robot doll type thing with it. Right? Yeah. What the it's not like a haunted doll. It's yeah. like a... Like, like an artificial intelligence haywire type thing. Yeah, like Boston Dynamics gone berserk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you don't see much of Chucky, but you see, uh, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. God. Mm. Now I feel old. Now Aubrey Plaza's playing a mom. Yeah. I'm feeling old. Well, I'm a dad. I know. <laughs> but Aubrey Plaza, <coughs> I mean, you, you can see her on Parks and Rec where she just looks like regular, like she's early twenties, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Now, now it's like, oh, now she's. Now she's old enough to be a mom. Now she's at least got a six-year-old. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but she probably could have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could all have six-year-olds if we tried hard enough. That's right. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, thank God. Because what do you <laughs> No want? offense to people that have six-year-olds that are our age. But 
all offense. <laughs> you didn't try, did you? God! <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. Um, So, Child's Play. Yay? Nay? So far? I mean, I'll check it out. I mean, I don't have as much hate for Chucky as a lot of people do. Uh-huh. I can understand that people bring in a doll and they just don't mind it. Uh-huh. Where it's like, oh, it it killed me. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So uh, I, it doesn't sounds, bother me. That sounds bad. It doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> that just sounds bad to me. Yeah. But what do I know? I hate Chucky. Okay. I'm the only one I've ever seen is Bride of. So <laughs> that one's pretty bad. I heard, <laughs> That's so. the only one we ever talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, poor John Ritter. Poor John Ritter getting shot in the face with the nail guns. Um, the next one I got, JT, is one called The Hustle, starring, uh, Rebel Wilson and, shoot, what's her name? I should have wrote it down. Shoot. Who was Catwoman in, uh... Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. They, uh, are hustlers conning men into just getting them stuff, or trying to get their own way by hustling getting them sugar daddies that's right and uh it looks like so rebel wilson trailers always like trick me yeah and the one that's that's out now the one where she thinks she's in a rom-com i think i'm gonna end up seeing because chelsea really wants to see yeah chelsea danger was telling me that she was putting it on you yeah so I'll, I'll see that one. That one looks okay. It looks like a fun yeah, premise. Doesn't look too bad. But this one doesn't look like as fun as that. Yeah. It just looks like they're tricking dudes, which yeah. is fine. <laughs> yeah. But it just doesn't look like Anne Hathaway's bringing a lot to the table. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm in it for Rebel Rebel Wilson, I guess. But Anne Hathaway, I'm just like, hey, you're just coming off like you're tired or something. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Anne Hathaway always strikes me as just a really fake person. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I the only time I really had sympathy for her was that one time where her and James or uh, I must said James Marsters and that's not right. Marsden, Mar- not him either. Franco yeah. hosted the Oscars and Franco was like toasted. <laughs> That's the only time I felt sympathy for. Her. Yeah, but even she wasn't that good. She was trying no. to be. She was trying to be all like Broadway about it. Like I'm, I'm the host. <laughs> Where it's like, man, no wonder James Franco's high. <laughs> I had to put up with your shit all yeah. day. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So anyway, that's all I got to say about the hustle. That's all I got to say about that. Uh. Next one I got is a film called Yesterday. Yes. <clears throat> See this? No. <laughs> it's uh, another's another Beatles movie. Okay. But it's about this like singer songwriter. Um, that some through some happenstance, the power all goes out in the city that he lives in. I think it's probably New York. And then he's riding his bike when that happens, and he gets hit by a car. Yeah. And then when he wakes up, <clears throat> um. Like things are different in the in the world, but not by like leaps and bounds. And then he gets gifted a, a guitar because he would, got injured in this accident or whatever, and he starts just playing, um, 
Let It Be. Yeah. And everyone's like, that is a fucking amazing song. Where did you hear that? (laughs) It just becomes famous by by stealing Beatles songs in the past. Yeah. And so he, like, introduces Beatles songs to the world, but he just plays all of them. (laughs) And everybody is just like, how do you keep coming up with these hits? And the real Beatles show him is like, oh, fuck me, Roy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he fucked me right up, eh? That's not even a Beatles (laughs) accent. What the hell are we going to (laughs) sing? John, I don't know what to sing. So it looks, so it's not, I don't think it's a comedy. It's like a, like a a drama type deal where it's like yeah. fun. And it's like, ah, I'm playing Beatles songs. I'm bringing them to the world. Cause they need to be heard. Cause the Beatles are the greatest things ever or whatever. Then the Beatles don't exist yeah. because you're fucking up all their songs. <laughs> but I, uh, but it's got like a, a big, uh, cast. I was actually surprised. It's got like a, uh, I, I just watched this trailer. And I can't remember <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who, was in it that I was like, oh, oh, it's got um, like Kate McKinnon in it, a few Saturday Night Live people, a few like actual mus- musicians, yeah, in there. Um, it looks fun, and I I would say that like as not really a huge Beatles fan, yeah. like I like their really popular songs, yeah, but like I I would never like own an album of theirs. I have just no interest. I get their contributions to the musical world. Well, every time you talk about the Beatles, you like start talking like you're like defending yourself. I feel like there's a few things that you can never say you hate, and the Beatles are one of them. <laughs> you're always on the defense every time you bring up the Beatles. So anyway, that's yesterday. Check check out that trailer. Um, my next one, JT, is yeah. Shaft. Did you see this one? No, I didn't see this. Oh, my goodness. So, it's a continuation of the Shaft movie from the early 2000s. The one that everyone forgot? Yes. <laughs> and it's also a continuation of the old series Shaft. Yeah. Like it's, I thought I saw both of them like in a picture for it. Yeah, and it's t- and there's a new Shaft who's like the nephew of... Three Shafts? Of Sam Jackson Shaft. Who is like the son of Old Shaft? Man, three shafts and one. Three shafts, and so the the new Shaft, <laughs> young Shaft, is like not Shaft, right? Yeah, he's he, like he needs to become Shaft. He needs to, to become Shaft he because he's shaft. still a little soft. He needs to become he's a, a soft hard, Shaft. He needs to become a hard Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> and in order to do that, he needs to get with Sam Jackson Shaft. Yeah. and Old Shaft. Yeah. To show him how to shaft. <laughs> it looks <laughs> okay. Like for a, a, uh, like a series that I don't really care anything about, I think it looks fun. All right. I might check it out. <laughs> Maybe not in the theater because I don't think it's going to end up being great, but I would definitely check it out at home. Well, we gotta got to check out that old Sam Jackson shaft. Well, Maybe. Okay. I thought I heard that was kind of bad. Okay. But uh, this one looks good. Or at least decent. It had me entertained for the minute and a half it was on my TV. (laughs) So check out Shaft. Shaft. (laughs) Shaft 2, colon, Shaft, Shaft, Shaft. (laughs) Um, And then... Turns into that 
that YouTube meme of Jeopardy where they just were Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeff. 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 Oh, Jeopardy is so good. Check out Jeopardy on YouTube. Yes. It's so good. Uh, and then I only got the, like the big one. Do you have any yeah. other ones? Uh, I saw a trailer for a universal film called Ma mm. with, uh, Octavia Spencer in it. And, uh, Imagine if Matthew McConaughey from Days of Confused was a middle-aged black woman, and it was a horror film. (laughs) What? Yeah. Octavia Spencer plays, like, this middle-aged black woman that comes across these teenagers that convince her to buy them beer, and then while she's there, she's like, hey, why don't you guys just come back to my place and party in my basement or whatever? So then, like, her house becomes, like, the party spot for all the high schoolers Uh in the town, and then she growingly becomes more and more obsessed with high schoolers and, like, high school life. Oh. Where it's, like, she was either, like, the dorky kid that was never popular or, like, was popular and is like, reliving her glory days where she's, like, doing some fucked up shit to get close to these high schoolers. Oh. And it's they, like, play it up like it's a horror film. That sounds interesting. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Check All out right. the trailer. All right. Ma. Yeah. All right. I'll check that out. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, it's no shaft. It's no shaft, but I mean, <laughs> it looks good. Oh, man. So then all you got is like the big one, huh? All I got is that big one. God damn. Big one. Yeah. Big Willie Styles all in it. You said it the best. <laughs> so Aladdin dropped a couple days ago. Yeah. Now. First look. And it's Special take, look. taken the world by yeah. storm. People can't get enough of that Will Smith genie. It showed the genie in his full glory. Yeah. His super muscular back <laughs> and his very flabby front. <laughs> See, I don't think you look flabby. Not flabby, but it's like, it's a very disproportioned body. Like, he's got the same build as, like, the animated genie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just, if he just had that one line, like, across his stomach, it'd be like, yeah. that separates his pecs from his gut. That's his That's his physique. Yeah. And then he's got this totally ripped back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's kind of what I expected for the genie, and yet I was still taken back by it. It... It looks like his face is floating all oh, over yes. his head. Yes. It looks like his face, like his head is trying to catch up to his face. E- yes. His face is superimposed on this CGI yoked out. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking genie body. Yeah. And it's very noticeable. Yeah. I, I The best I heard it was someone said that his facial expressions don't match, like, what his body movements are. <laughs> and it's like, you can't really tell until you, like, separate them. Where it's like, his face is just kind of, like, there. And then his body's, like, doing all these animated movements. Where it's like, you're... Those two things are not in the same room at the same time. <laughs> uh, and then just... He's just like Will Smith. Like, he's not like, yeah. playing a character. Yeah. Which I kind of thought was going to be the case. Yeah. Because if he's going to be self-referential and, like, 
be that kind of like Robin Williamsy type. Yeah. But not be a Robin Williams. I mm-hmm. kind of expected him just to be Will Smith. Yeah. But even like hearing that still, I was like, hmm. Because like it's odd when it's in like a real life setting of like this uh Middle East setting. Mm-hmm. And like, everything's kind of true to life. There's small fantastical elements to it. But then there's like a full out 21st century talking genie in it. Yeah. It's like, oh, Mo, I don't know about this. Yeah. And then the whole thing with Jafar, they show, like, he's not the old man when he leads him to the Cave of Wonders. So then it's like, why are you following this weird sorcerer into the desert? <laughs> like, doesn't that put up any red flags for you? Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe they promised him bread. I don't know. But I, that like that doesn't bother me so much. Like the old man thing worked because he presented himself as like, "Hey, you, I'll sh- let you out of jail, but you have to follow me." Or it's like, "Okay," but then it's like, "Why would you follow a sorcerer? He looks like a fucking sorcerer into the desert." And yeah. He's like, "I promise, nothing bad's gonna happen to you." <laughs> uh, ah, bullshit. Yeah. Jasmine looks good though. Yeah. Aladdin looks good. Apu. Killing it. <laughs> was he in there? Yeah, Pooh was on Aladdin's shoulder. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Aladdin's fine. I thought Jasmine looked really good, though. But I mean, for what little we see of her. Yeah. But well, she uh, was she was in Power Rangers, and she was good in that. I don't remember much of Power Rangers, to be honest. Hey, well, from yeah. what I remember, she was good. Great. But uh, yeah, Aladdin. I would like to see more of this to see what uh, what what. You know what? I'm just going to say right now, I'll probably fall into it. The movie will probably be fine. All right. I'm all right. not going to put on my judgments right now. I'm going to put a hard, soft stance Look, man, on this. Aladdin is like my top right now. Okay. I, and I don't know. I don't think it's going to deliver for all me. Right. I'm just going to say right now, definitively, yeah. it'll probably be fine. As uh, as the one uh, American Idol judge would always say, it's a no for me, dog. R.I.P. I don't think he's dead. <laughs> I can't remember his name right Randy now. Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. Why yeah. can I remember his name but nobody else's name <laughs> yeah. today? Out of everyone. Are are you the are you the president of the Randy Jackson fan club? <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I have open memberships, Fair readily enough. available. Can I be a member? No. Okay. You couldn't good. even yeah, remember his name. Yeah. I'll promise I'll remember. Can I? Do you promise? Yeah, I promise. Okay. Psych, I don't want to be part of this. You fucker. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> well, JT, what do we got in the tourney? What's coming up in the, the old tourney world over well, here? Well, Troy, this last week, we had, I think we had like the most voters for a single matchup. Mm-hmm. We had like 16 votes. Yes. <laughs> for... Christine versus Roadhouse. It was a popular one. Yeah. But Roadhouse took it in the end. Yes. So Roadhouse has been added to the tournament. So we have the top eight. We've got mm-hmm. Drag Me to Hell, Platoon, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Edge, Children of Men, The Dead for Tomorrow, National Lampoon's Vacation, and now Roadhouse. Great. The great eight, <laughs> as they say, yes. are in the books. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to our first <coughs> quarter, love a quarter finals. Yes. Match. Which leads us to 
I know your favorite part of the show is Troy mm. doing that. Oh my! Motherfucking trivia. Give me that. Give me that triv. And this time I had to figure out facts that would be hard to di- differentiate between Drag Me to Hell versus Platoon. So we'll see how you do here, Troy. Right. It might be probably easier than you think. We'll see. All right. I did my best. Okay. As always, Troy, we have eight facts. Yep. At least three from each movie. Two could be from either or, spread throughout. Your job is to figure out which fact is from which Movie Troy, you ready? Yes. All right. Fact number one. The main actor or actress did most of his or her own stunts. Um, Platoon. That is Drag Me to Hell. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. The, uh, the young lady in that did pretty much most of her own stunts. Okay. All right. So good for her. Good. Number two. Number two. One of the rare films from this director that doesn't feature an appearance from a particular actor. What was the question? One of the rare films from this director that doesn't feature an appearance from a particular actor. Oh. Uh. Is this Drag Me to Hell? It is Drag Me to Hell, Troy. Bruce Campbell does not appear in Drag Me to Hell. He was busy... Filming Burn Notice, I guess, at this time. <laughs> cool. Could not make an appearance. Great. Number three, Troy. A, the, okay, number three. The director <laughs> purposely cast against type to make characters' actions seem unpredictable. Uh, Platoon. It is Platoon. He definitely aimed for the more popular, uh, Leading men type to do the more dastardly actions, and then aimed for the more actors cast as villains to do the more noble actions. Dastardly. Yes. Hence why Willem Dafoe is like the most righteous person in the whole movie. (laughs) Uh, (sighs) He's got the most dastardly looking face. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? First we attack his heart! I mean, how how can you love a face like that, Trey? My house. You can't. Even a mother throws it away. Fuck that shit. I love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Same. Uh, number four. A different actor or actress plays the main character in a few scenes at the end. Um, I I don't know. Drag me to hell. It is drag me to hell. Oh, they like a, had like yes. a completely different woman <laughs> playing her at the end. <laughs> For some scenes. I don't know how they got away with it. I know she's, like, covered in mud or something, so maybe they got away with it that way. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? But not me. It's true. That was a full-on guess. We are totally... We're totally, uh... Fucked on that part. (laughs) Yep. Uh, (laughs) Yep. Uh, number five. A Mad Magazine reference in the film made the director laugh hysterically. Platoon. It is Platoon. Uh, one of the per- people wrote on his helmet a picture of Alfred E. Newman with the bubble, with the text bubble, what me worry. <laughs> and I guess it made Stanley Kubrick laugh hysterically for no reason at all. <laughs> Just had him in stitches. Yeah, he was losing his shit. No, it's Oliver Stone. Was it Oliver Stone that did it? Oh, Platoon. No. I think it's Kubrick. I want to say it's Kubrick. Let me look it up. Look it up. 
Look it up, T-Max. Look it up. Platoon. Spell it right? Oh, here we go. Oh, that's a video game. Here we go. It is... Where is the fucking director in this? All cast and crew? No. I don't know. Go on to your next one. Okay. Uh, number six. A goat puppet was used in the filming of this movie. A goat puppet? Yeah. Drag me to hell. It was drag me to hell. Okay. A goat puppet was used, I guess, in like in a sacrifice of some sort. Goat puppet? Oliver goat puppet. Stone. Oliver Stone, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Oliver Stone laughed hysterically at a Mad Mad Magazine. Good job, Ollie. He's good. <coughs> Made that awesome Alexander movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Uh, number seven. The main character was pitched to a famous singer who was found dead with a script in his or her presence. Platoon? It is Platoon. It, the, the main character was pitched to John Morrison... Or, not John Morrison. <laughs> the wrestler? Not the, no. <laughs> what the fuck is this, the singer's name? From the Doors. Oh, I don't, something Morrison it is. Yeah. It, people are going to be pissed at me. We, <laughs> we just can't remember shit today. Should I look yeah. up the Doors? Sure. Doors. The rock band. Yeah. Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. G oh, it just went to, like... <laughs> Fuck. I picked rock band and it got me, like, Home Depot deals. <laughs> it is Jim Morrison. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the main character in Platoon was pitched to Jim Morrison... <laughs> And when Directed they, by Oliver Stone. Yeah. And when <laughs> when they found him dead in his... Uh, I think he was found dead in a hotel room. They found the script, like, in the hotel room. Oh. Fun. So, uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen's part could have been played by Jim Morrison. Oh. I've never seen Platoon. I've probably already said that, right. but... Yeah, I think you did, too. I don't know much about it's, it. It's uh, GHD's dad's favorite movie. Oh, yeah. I'll get him on the show. Uh, last fact, Troy, actual marijuana was smoked during a specific scene in this film. Platoon. It is Platoon. Yes. Great. In fact, they smoked so much that, uh, Willem Dafoe was, uh, like, hallucinating at one point. Oh, God. While they were trying to film this. <laughs> so there you go, Troy. You did pretty good. Yeah, I only missed one. I think you missed one, yeah. Woo! You done good. I done dude it. You done dude it. I done dude it. So there you go. Drag Me to Hell versus Platoon. We'll see which film moves on next week. You got any favorites, Troy, out of those two? Um, I think I'm gonna go for Platoon right now. Really? I like Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. I've seen Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Yeah. It was a while ago, but I've never seen Platoon. Hmm. And I think I should because it's considered a classic. It is. So I'm going to get on that. Okay. That's my choice. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards that as well, Troy. Hmm. We'll see what moves on. Get GHD Sr. on here. Come on. Tell us about Vietnam. Tell us about, yeah. <laughs> Tell us some really cripplingly sad stories from <laughs> Vietnam. 
Oh my god. Um, so, with that all out of the way, we're going to jump right in to the main event of main the evening. event. The Lego Movie 2, colon, oh, the second, the second part. part. <laughs> I did it for dramatic effect. My god. Dropped in our laps February 8th, 2019. And as of the 12th yeah. of February, it uh, so far has raked in $38.1 million with a worldwide box office of $56.6 million with an estimated budget of somewhere upwards towards $100 million. Yeah. So it's... It didn't do as well as they wanted it to. No, it was estimated to make fifty-five million on its first weekend, and yeah. it made thirty-four. Yeah, so that's like almost half. Yeah, I mean it's more than half of what it yeah. made, but uh, that's not good necessarily. No. I mean, it could still have legs and run for yeah. a little bit, but I don't know if the. Did you see a lot of marketing for this? I mean, it's weird. Not really. But, no. Um, I know the first one I saw a shit ton of marketing for. Yeah, and I think this is one of those movies where I was aware that it was gonna that it was coming out, but I wasn't aware of how early it was gonna come out. Because mm-hmm. it, it struck me as odd that I was like, "Oh shit, Lego Movie Two is like coming out like next In a week." week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the same way. But I. Uh... Yeah, I I get, but it's weird because like I don't see a lot of ads now for anything really. Yeah. So like things can just I'm like oh that's out now oh cool yeah, but yeah this like even when we reviewed Lego Movie last week I was still surprised that it came out like that the week that we reviewed it yeah and I'm like oh <laughs> yeah I got I gotta go see that because like I kind of forgot about it until Sunday afternoon I'm like oh shit. I gotta see Lego Movie 2 sometime. <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to fucking really snow around yeah. here. Yeah. So I even texted you like, hey, I might not be able to see this because <laughs> I, I didn't say like I forgot about it. Yeah. But <laughs> that's what was happening. Oh no, I had Mollipop lined up and everything. We were ready to go. That's good. But... I ended up seeing it after work because Chelsea stayed home from work. So oh. I didn't have to pick up the little one. There you go. So I had a day to myself. Day to yourself. Good old day to myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's see. What do we got? Where do we leave off? Oh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 85%. Ooh, that's pretty high. It actually has been dropping the last few days because I've been kind of oh. keeping tabs on it. Uh-oh. The first time I checked it, it was at 92%. Wow. Oh, I know. IMDb has it at a 7.2 out of 10. Metacritic, 65%. Wow. So we're on a gradual decline here. Yeah. And Flickering Myth gives it three stars. Okay. I, I don't know out of what. No, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't look. Metacritic, Metacritic's weird because they usually are pretty high for films. Mm-hmm. And I usually take Metacritic's more, like, percentage is more serious yeah. as, like, an IMDb one. Yeah. And I know Rotten Tomatoes isn't, like, an actual... Like, score, it's just an aggregate of scores. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it seems... I To me, it seems kind of low for Metacritic. Uh-oh. Spoiler. Review spoiler. Well, that's, like, 65%. That's, like, a... Yeah. Almost failing like d- grade. Yeah. Like, there's some shitty-ass movies that get, like, at least 70 on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... 
Um, so we already said that it dropped twenty million in its opening weekend from its estimated fifty-five. Yeah, this is also the compared to the first Lego Movie. Yeah, its opening weekend made almost seventy million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> woof. And the, I mean, they really did promote it. Yeah, but like, that's a big drop. You yeah. would think just by name alone that this movie would have done a little better. Yeah. Well, now now there's been a little more of an oversaturation of Lego movies too, where it's mm-hmm. like we got Batman, the Ninjago one. Yeah, it's, like that's I feel true. like maybe the luster might have. That's fallen. true. The Especially, dew might have fallen off the lily a little bit, so to say. Sure. Especially <laughs> if, like, people were, like, yeah. If they're getting, like, diminutive returns from yeah. them, too. Yep. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That or maybe sense. they're like, oh, I think I've had enough Legos. <laughs> and they're coming out pretty frequently. Like, yeah. one, one, like, every probably yeah. nine months I or mean, so. I mean, yeah, in the course of five years, we've had four Lego movies come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um... <laughs> I don't have any any other stats, but uh, JT, what uh, what's going on in the Lego Movie Two? Well, we pick up right where Lego Movie One left off, where Bricksburg is being taken over by the Duplos, which are the toys of the sister of the small boy we meet at the end of Lego Movie, and they have turned Bricksburg into a apocalyptic wasteland so much so that they have now changed their name to apocalypseburg (laughs) and now they are always on defense of uh these strange characters that come out of what is known as a sistar system Mm -hmm. until one day a strange character comes down in a ship and takes a lot of our familiar characters from the lego movie including lucy and drives away to where Emmett takes it upon himself to go out into the great unknown and save his beloved friends. Yes. There you go. Um, I actually missed the first couple minutes of this movie because I showed up late to the screening. But I caught on pretty quick. The last thing I saw, or the first first, thing I saw... Was Superman saying, uh, Batman has been doing his own solo adventure or something like that. And then they go through, like, into space. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much, like, right when they're still describing what's happened up to this point. Okay. Because they do a whole thing. Did you see the part where they were making fun of uh, Justice League? No. (laughs) They have a part where, uh... They, they're like, they send their mightiest heroes, which is the Justice League, right. and they even have a Jason Moa Aquaman that right. all he does is go, yeah, my man! <laughs> As he's getting into the spaceship. <laughs> oh, damn, I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> he's just bouncing around going, yeah, my man! Yeah, damn. my man! Damn it. <laughs> Oh well. Like and then as they're closing the, closing the doors, he's going woohoo! <laughs> Damn it! I wish I would have seen that. Um. 
if there's anything that I could applaud this Lego movie on, is that I still like am in love with this animation. Yeah, it all looks good. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I don't think that it's like leaps and bounds like over the first one. Yeah. But like I just really love like all like the semi stop motion. Yeah. Like look to it and mm-hmm. the, the way they just like throw and build stuff together. Yeah. It's all really cool. Yeah, like yeah, the only thing I would yeah, like they don't they don't really build off of the creativity of the first one, but it still stays pretty true to the first one. Yeah, in that sense, right? Uh, the they still actually have like the same like I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. So I'll bring that up in spoilers. Never mind. Hold Got on. it. Um, I did like the introduction of like the Duplo stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. They, I, I thought it was, like, a fun idea. They also have, like, other Lego-ish type of brands, too. Like, that the, in the Sistar system. Yeah. That's not really Duplo, is it? Yeah, there's, yeah, what are they called? Like, like, Tyke or something? Like, I, I, like, it's those ones where it's, like, they're a more action figure than Lego figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Remember, I can't remember the names of them. But anyway, so I thought I thought that was kind of fun. It's just not strictly Lego stuff. Yeah. And I really liked the overall, like, message of this movie, which I'll get to more in spoilers. Yeah, I'm really curious to what you think, because I think you are probably more, you have more uh, experience with, like, what they're trying to convey in this mm. than I do. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what you think because I I thought like the message of the first one, I thought it the the second one complements it really well, especially mm-hmm. with like it's not much of a spoiler where it's like we're pretty much like shown right away that it's like this is gonna involve the sister yeah because especially on like how the first one ends Mm -hmm. where it's like now we're dealing with like a brother sister relationship and i think they how they play with like how the story goes in this i thought it was a cool addendum to how the first one is yeah and i i even like when it was coming up to this movie too when we were talking about it and we're like, I don't know how, if they're going to be doing any of that stuff in this one, or if they're just kind of going to leave, like, the yeah. real, the, quote, real world aspect, like, kind of behind. No, I'm glad they still did. Yeah, me too. that's what, that was what kind of the charm was of the first one, where it's like, you're watching all of this Lego chaos, but then it, like, grounds it to where it's like, well, this is actually, like, a boy playing out, like, his real issues with his dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, cool, all right? <laughs> yeah. But I think... Almost like, like uh, I'll say, like I don't think the comedy is as strong in the second one as it was in the first one. But I, I think, like with what they're trying to say in certain ways, I think the second one's kind of smarter with how it tries to play itself off. Mm. And I'll talk more about that in spoilers. But it's like what they're trying to do as opposed to what they're doing in the first one. I think it takes a lot more to think through and like try and make it make sense while also trying to convey this. And I think they did a pretty good job of that. Mm. Yeah, I could agree. Um, the, I, I love the extensive voice cast in this. They're all yeah. like any character in this is like another celebrity. Yeah. I just like jumped <laughs> in for the, like the recording booth for a day yeah. to do something, which I really like. Um, 
And I also really love the music in this movie. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, some of, like, the, like, try to, like, play it off as a musical songs are not that great. Or, like, they're, like, not terrible, but they weren't as catchy. But that fucking pop song where they brainwash people, (laughs) Uh it's been stuck in my head ever since I saw the movie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I was also stoked to see that John LeJoie wrote that song. That's it seems like a Jean Lejoie song. <laughs> and like if anyone doesn't know him, he was like on the league and he's he made like the uh a ton of YouTube videos like ten years ago. Yeah. That I've loved him since that. Yeah. Oh my god, he's so good. We went to go see him live. Yep. Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah. Um and he said that uh he was quoted saying like everything is awesome is like an earworm from the couple years ago and he just wanted to take that but then turn it up to 11 yeah and it's just earworm catchiness can't get it out of your head yeah and it's like it's not even really an inventive type of song no it's not but it plays on all the tropes of like a pop catchy tune yeah that it's like it you can't help but not sing it to yourself it's a pretty ingenious song especially for this too where it's like the whole thing is they're brainwashing it's used to brainwash people but it's like a song that's just very meta where it tells it the whole song is about how this song that they're singing is going to be stuck in your head yeah but then like the like the the edm bass line that they have in there <laughs> it, it literally feels like someone is taking a hammer and nails and nailing a nail into your eardrum <laughs> so that it's stuck there forever. Where yeah. Like I almost feel it too, where I'm like, ah, it's, it's getting more and more stuck inside of me with every beat that drops. Yeah. And at the same time, you're just like, I kind of like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. And, uh, they even had a play on everything is awesome in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, do they sing it in the beginning or do they sing like a different version of it? Yeah. There's, there's a different version of it in the beginning. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like really super cheery version of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, off the music, but I, uh, back to the, like the voice cast. I love that. Uh, Chris Pratt played his two roles in this. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. Um, I liked Wreck Danger Vest a lot in this. <laughs> Wreck Danger Vest is pretty much a play on every single thing Chris Pratt plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outside of the Lego, he's like, uh, he's like, I'm Rex Danger Vest. I'm a dinosaur hunter, cowboy, spaceman, or whatever. Yeah. He There's said even he was. a scene where like he pretty much says that he's a cowboy ninja Viking without saying cowboy ninja Viking. <laughs> Did you catch that? I didn't catch that. He calls him. I think he, he says that like. Some in certain circles, I'm called Star Nunchuck something or whatever. Really? Yeah, like he actually spells out Cowboy Ninja Viking, but it's Jesus like not. He doesn't Christ. say that. Christ. <laughs> uh, it's uh, and his character is really fun too. Uh, and there's like a bit of a a fun twist on that that I thought uh, was fairly well done. I think in the movie. Yeah, I think with what they were trying to say, it, it's definitely a, like a far out, more far out storyline than what would have been in the first one. Yeah. But I think with what they were trying to say, I thought it made sense. Yeah. There is like 
some questionable stuff once it gets like to the end and that like fleshes his character out a little bit more that I'm yeah. like, hmm, does this break the universe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll talk to Joel about it. See what he thinks. Yeah. Well, I liked it. Well, okay. so I'll, I'll talk you through it, Troy. I'll hold your Great. hand. Great. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of like any criticism I have. So like they did. So in the first movie, they used the craggle. And yeah. you're like, what are they talking about the craggle? When you finally see it, it's just like, oh, it's crazy glue. Yeah. But the letters are scratched out. Yeah. They do that kind of trope joke in this a lot. Yeah. I think I think it's because, like, this one is, I think this sequel is kind of doomed from the beginning because it was like, you're going into a movie where you already kind of know the twist because the twist in the first one was that, Oh, this is, this is an actual person playing with Legos mm -hmm. and you're seeing it through their eyes. Mm -hmm. You're entering this, like they don't even shy away from it. Cause they even start out with showing the scene from the beginning where the dad is telling the son like, well, now your sister can play down here and shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay. So now we know that there are humans involved in the actions of these Legos. Yeah. So that, that twist is completely gone. So I think with them doing that a lot, they were trying to throw people off on what they're talking about because they know they're talking about something that's human based. Mm -hmm. Whereas like in the first one, like you, you had, they were saying gibberish words and you were like, what, what is that? And then mm -hmm. as they reveal, it's like, Oh, they're talking about an actual item that exists. Mm -hmm. It just is like, one thing as much as I don't know they probably did it for like three big things like even the Sistar system yeah I'm just like oh okay that's kind of that's cute I guess yeah and then they did it for like the the know. Binistorage yeah <laughs> and I'm like oh okay and then maybe they did it for like one more thing too and I'm like oh man you're like yeah. beating this to death yeah there was like yeah there's uh Mamageddon. Yes. You're yeah. It's like a it they do a lot of things. But I mean I didn't I didn't hate it. It didn't like totally. It take didn't me like out throw me it. out, yeah. but I'm just like, it's just like uh so lazy <laughs> to me to like do that for so many things. But I Maybe think that's because they doubled down on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was because like they had they were just like trying to mispronounce a bunch of shit just to like kind of throw people off where it's like like, if people just thought they were gibberish words, it'd be easier. But now people are, like, catching on that these are actual things. So now we have to let's do a bunch of gibberish words. So it's like, you have to figure this out to figure this out to figure this out. Mm. I suppose. I don't know. You're not going to win this one. I just, I I'm know. still going to feel I, like I feel. <laughs> it, it, it didn't completely take me out of it or, like, make me think less of it i i knew what they were trying to do is okay just, it, it is what it is um even when like you're going into it and you kind of know what you think you know what the twist is because you know it's got that real life aspect added into this yeah i thought the end of this also had like a surprising twist to it yeah like that i i i didn't exactly see how it was coming yeah i had like an inkling i'm like something is gonna be wrong here but it ended up kind of doing like a double on you. Yeah. Like I, which I really appreciate. Yeah. This one, I thought they were kind of smart with it where like the, 
the twist in the first one was that there's something going on outside the le- like the Lego universe that you're watching. Yeah. But with this one, like you were kind of expecting them to show that there's something going on outside the Lego universe. So then they made the twist happen like inside the Lego universe. Yeah. Which, which was, yeah, that I was, thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that was cool. Where it's like, oh, wait. Oh, wait, it's happening here. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, and it took me, like, it all kind of happened all at the same time, too. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. That was really well done. I yeah. thought that was really smart. Um, and uh, even at around the same time, too, in the real life world, like, things are happening. And I'm like, wow, this is all coming to, coming to a head really yeah. pretty good here near the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do this like this whole episode. We're not talking openly about it because it's odd. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm gonna verge into just yeah. talking very openly about it. If you haven't, we're just seen doing it yet. like we're just doing like review <clears throat> Mad Libs. Where like I can't believe noun did verb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, I okay. So Rex Danger Vest is really fun. Yeah. Uh, we've already said that, but I also like that he. Like, has, because he's such, like, a tough guy character, I like that he did, like, put, uh, Chris Pratt put on, like, a weird John Wayne type I know. of accent. <laughs> he did. And, like, he, it's, like, a weird, subtle John Wayne type thing that he was doing. Yeah. I really, really liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Especially juxtaposed when he's, like, essentially talking to himself. Yeah. He's like the happy, jovial kind of like Andy from Parks and Rec. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, I'm Rex Danger Vest. And then he'll go and like yeah. start talking about like We're what we gotta do. Go to the star system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so buckle up there, pilgrim. <laughs> it's a good. It, it was a good deal. Um. He anyway, does, he does so many comments about like how he's more chiseled now and shit. Like, <laughs> oh just, yeah, it's just so much. Like it literally is. You're like watching like Chris Pratt now talking to Andy from Parks and Rec. It, yeah, it is because like <laughs> what was the one line he has? Like I was just hidden under that flabby physique yeah, or something I'm, like. That. I'm a chiseled jaw that was <laughs> hidden under so much baby fat or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like man, you were just putting your whole career out on the line in this movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, uh, that was like the the meta jokes in this were really good. Oh yeah, they go super meta. They even like they even like do a burn on Avengers Infinity War near the end here too. I don't remember that joke. I'll re- bring it up and I'll bring it up in spoilers. Okay, I remember them do- making a joke against Marvel, which I thought was funny. They did that kind of early on in the in the movie. Yeah. Is that not that's not the same? No, one no, no. About. It's like right near the end. They do like a they do a pretty funny burn against mm. Infinity War. Mm. I don't remember, but that uh, I did like the Marvel joke near the beginning where like all the Justice League is gone, and it's like, what about all the other heroes? Like, oh, Marvel doesn't play ball. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's and then good. like they even do like a thing when like after all the heroes are gone, then they're like, all we have left is this one guy, an old Aquaman. <laughs> Oh yeah, we've got uh uh oh fuck what it was. It was it's uh like all the heroes off, left all the off heroes brand Harry Potter, Larry Potter. Yeah and we have <laughs> Old uh, Aquaman. 
unlicensed Aquaman or something like that. No, they, they, I think they call him an old Aquaman because the, the Jason Momoa one is the one that goes oh, with yeah, him. Oh, yeah, that's right, right. Like, oh, I've left this old Aquaman and An Larry... unlicensed Harry Potter, Larry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Anyway, you want to jump, jump into spoilers? Sure. So uh, before we do that, do you recommend people go out and see oh, this? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah I think it's super fun. Yeah. I, I, I will say I think I like the first Lego movie better, but... Yeah, this one, I think, is a really cool companion to the first one. Mm-hmm. And they even, I think they do aspects of, like, quote-unquote playing in, like, completely different ways than they do in the first one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think I And right. it's, yeah, it, it, I think it's, once you catch on to what they're doing, I think it's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. I think the, yeah, um... I, I I agree. I would check it out. Uh, I, at the theater that I was at, there was just as many kids as like guys my age yeah. watching it. So like, <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, it it definitely works for every crowd because it's yeah. got like fun meta jokes of like things you'll recognize outside in like public, <laughs> not public domain, but like in uh, like they reference like for instance like a ton of Batman stuff. Yeah. Like if you watch like all the other movies, you'll pick up on jokes there. Yeah. So it's really kind of fun. Um oh th- as long as we're in spoilers right now. Yeah. Speaking spoilers about now. Speaking about so, turn out Batman in this. Yeah. He plays a really heavy part in this again. Yeah. And I think I'm getting a little sick of him. See, I've I've heard people say that I don't think he's super heavy. Like he is in this a lot, but I I feel like his part is not as important as like other people's in this. Well, I don't. I. I. He's not as like important as like Emmett. Yeah. But like. Yeah, he's in it quite a bit. They I, lean on him a lot, though. Yeah, but I. I like his, like why he's so prominently displayed, though. Yeah. Because he's like, I think he's like the son's favorite toy. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And it's like when, when you like see like what they're trying to do in terms of like like what's being played out like how how batman is being put on display like you can kind of see where like the so, really batman's doing that <laughs> yeah like yeah i think i think it's pretty funny that they're doing it like that i can see that um what uh i so uh, the overall message in this um do you want to jump into that, or do you want to jump? Sure. Into other I mean, things? yeah, we can just kind of jump around now that we're in spoilers. Like, like literally, I took the movie as like the first Lego movie is you're watching a kid play out his relationship with his dad through like how he plays with Legos. So you're mm-hmm. watching one particular kid play with Legos and see like what his imagination comes up with while he's playing with Legos. And this one, I think the cool aspect of this is that you're watching two people play. Yeah. Together. Yes. And seeing like, like I think that like I've heard a lot of reviews for this where people say that they think the story is like disjointed and it kind of like goes off in random directions at certain points where it's like that's the point because you're yeah. watching two play people play with the same thing. Yeah. Like I've I I love that because I've been in that situation. I've had like little cousins that I'll like had action figures like as a kid mm-hmm. and we'd play with action figures together and they're literally. The storyline of what we were doing would change 
every five minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. there would be like, oh, my God, there's a lava spill by this couch. <laughs> to where it's like, oh, now we're having this big gun battle over here. <laughs> like, it's literally like, like what happens where it's right. like you're just following the mentality of one person to another person. And then, like, there's some fucking fighting that happens every once in a while. We right. were like, he's not dead. He's got this invincibility <laughs> ray right. thing. Where right. it's like, no, he's you're cheating and then right. you start you start fighting with each other which that's why i love like how the duplos were invincible when they showed up where it's <laughs> yeah. like you could see like a smaller kid be like you can't shoot them because they're invincible <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah that's classic uh yeah i really liked uh the message in this movie that it, it, it goes from the first movie where it has like that father-son relationship and then it in this one it's like yeah. A sibling relationship. Yeah. Even down to like when they actually start fighting, then President Biz is like, I'm going golfing. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The dad just takes <laughs> off. <laughs> uh I I uh I think it's a a really strong message. We can double back to it like yeah. near the end to like make yeah. like a whole point or whatever. Because yep. I think actually that's not as like as interesting of it as an idea. It's yeah. a great message. Yeah. But it's not as interesting an idea as what they're doing, like, inside the, like, Lego world. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think it's a really cool, uh, sweet message that they come across. Because there's some points in this where they, like, they really play up the sentiment. And I'm like, I am falling for this. Like, I'm welling up. Yeah. Like, I'm a soft 30-year-old <laughs> something man. And now I'm just, like, crying at every drop of a hat. But, like, just the sibling thing, I think they do that. And they also do, like, a cool way of trying to show how the son is, like, starting to go through puberty and adolescence now. Mm. Like, especially with, like, all the things that he's doing. And, like, that's what Rex Danger Vest is. It's like him getting to this point now where like he's starting to see the world in a completely different way. Right. Even like Apocalypse Berg, it's like edgy and yeah, it's stuff. Like it's that. him being like he's entering that brooding, angsty. Like, yeah, like yeah. everything sucks. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this one little voice where where it's Emmett. And I being just like, watched Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Mad Max. And the it's best just, movie ever. Yeah, but then you have this like one little voice that's Emmett, where it's like, "Come on, go back into having fun." And everyone else is like, "Shut up!" Yeah, you're stupid. Right. right. <laughs> like they're so. Even in that, I liked uh, in the very beginning where Wild Style like is up on the like Statue of Liberty, looking out and like doing her brooding monologue yeah. and stuff like that. That was really fun. And then Emmett comes up and tries and her. <laughs> And he's just, like, can't get the hang of it. And then he ends up, like, just telling him about a dream. And then it ends up getting all fucked up. And she's like, man, that is that is working. And it's like, that's really messed up. And yeah. then, uh, but then he, like, has this, like, moment of brightness where he's like, hey, look what I made for you. And it's, like, this beautiful, just, like, little pristine, like, colorful house. Yeah. Whatever. And then later on when they're on the run from this... What's the name of that, like, winged future space person? I can't remember. It was, like, the... <sighs> yeah, it was, like, something like the... Uh, not, not 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 the Annihilator, but it was, like, the Chaos? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, when they're on the run from um, that person, and, like, that house gets destroyed, when they're, like, in that big Lego 
mobile or whatever. Yeah. And they turn and Emmett like turns around and looks at it and he's just like sad. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like for whatever reason that really <laughs> struck me. I was like, oh, that's all he wanted was yeah. like a nice life. Yeah. And that's like he can't have it. Like, Jeez, Louise. Like, I don't know. For some reason, like I was like really getting like these vibes of like. Something is happening in the family. Like, the mom left or something. Because mm. they kept doing all this shit where it's, like... Uh, they kept saying, like, the mompocalypse. And, like, mm. they did that whole thing where, like, Emmett's trying to build this happy family. And then things just keep, like, destroying it. Where I'm like, did something happen with the mom and dad? Where, like, <laughs> now they're doing something where, like, the son is, like, lashing out or whatever. Like, I was, like, really reading into, like, all a bunch of this shit. Granted, uh-huh. it ended up being more simple than that. Yeah. But I was, like, are they, like, playing on, like, it's, like, siblings, like, fighting about, like, how the the sister wants the mom to come back, but... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I was I was really reading into it to where it's, like, oh, no, it's way simpler than that. I'm just... I'm just... I'm really, I'm really trying to read more into this Lego really, movie than what it really is. I really want to make this super sad. Yeah. For me, for <laughs> yeah. no reason. I need, I need this to be more depressing just for my sake. <laughs> oh man, um, I really, when they got to uh, the Sistar system and he meets up with Rex Danger Vest. Yeah. Um, I really started enjoying this here because it gets like fun and wacky, and we're, they're in like the sister's room yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying like before when it's like, it really is juxtaposition and jumping around from like tone and stuff. Yeah. Like, but I totally caught on to that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like every time you're with Emmett and Rex, it's very like action based and like, we're doing this. Look right. at all this cool stuff. So much that their spaceship is a fist. Yeah. <laughs> their spaceship is a fist. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to well, like the rest of the characters where they're on that, whatever, plan out in the Sistar system and they're just like there's a the queen what I want to be uh-huh. where it's just like it's a total like thing like a little kid would do where it's like I got this character that does anything it wants to do right and like every and like even like play on like how girls play with stuff too where it's like everything there is not about like fighting and like how badass you are it's about this person's marrying this person and right. oh look Batman's mowing the lawn <laughs> yeah. it's like like, I've totally been in, like, when I was, like, a kid, I would, like, do playdates with, like, girls and stuff. And I'd, like, bring, like, my action figures and they'd be like, well, Raphael from the Ninja Turtles is going to marry her. And I'm like, that's stupid. They'd never do that. <laughs> Which, that's why I love the whole thing of, like, the queen marrying Batman, where it's, like, if Batman is, like, the son's favorite character or favorite, like, Lego character. Right. Like, you could totally see him being, like... Ben would never marry anybody. He's brooding from the loss of his parents. <laughs> right. Where, he could never find happiness. Yeah. He can't marry anybody. He's Batman. <laughs> he's like, well, she, well, and then like the sister's being like, well, he's going to marry my queen or whatever. So blah. Yeah. And then they just, they start fighting. Right. Like I've been in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not too far off from like how kids play with each other. Right. It's not. It's exactly <laughs> it's pretty, how kids play yeah, with each it, other. It, it's so spot on. <laughs> uh, uh, so once, once they get to, uh, the Sistar system and all the, like who is all abducted? It's wild style. Uh, yeah. 80 spaceman. <laughs> yep. Uh, metal Bat- beard. Oh yes. Uh, 
And then Batman and... Batman and Lucy. Who's Lucy? Wild Style. Yeah, Wild Style. And then there's somebody... Oh, like, uh... Uh... Unicat. Unicat. Oh, yeah. Princess Unikitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... So they're all abducted, and so uh, Emmett is trying to, like, chase after him, meets up with the Rex Danger Vest, because his spaceship gets caught into, like, an asteroid field. Yeah. Gets picked up by old Rex, uh, gets in his fist-shaped spaceship yeah. that's run by velociraptors. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, doing shit, like, drinking coffee and shit. To... <laughs> uh, and then I love that he gets subtitles for all the raptors speak. It's yeah. pretty great, because it's all just, like nonchalant just like regular stuff yeah, like just like case of the mondays and all this <laughs> yeah. shit like, 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 just like saying random shit <laughs> but they end up making it to the sistar system and then uh meeting up with wild style yeah. eventually which i love when they like start revealing more and more about wild style or lucy as they call her in this like you start to like realize that like the son when he got her like maybe like, butched her up more than what she was. <laughs> yeah. Because then, like, there's, like, a scene where, like, something happens where, like, the black ink from her hair washes out, so you find out that her hair was that pink and blue color all along. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, maybe, like, his parents got her for him one day, and he's <laughs> like, oh, my God, she's so girly. And then right. just, like, colored her hair black. Yeah. Where, it's like... I think I've did that with some action figures when I was a kid. My mom would like buy me something that's more for girls, and I'd be like, "Well, I gotta bit butch this thing up somehow. <laughs> I can't just like walk around willingly with this purely girl thing <laughs> with this Ken doll. I know it's a guy, yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm... sure my mo- my parents bought me an MC Hammer Barbie doll. Oh, I remember that thing. Yeah, and it came with a tape for the- with a tape that said. Too legit to quit on one side and to, and uh, can't touch us on the other side. <laughs> That's an amazing but it was, gift. It is, but it's a fuck. It was a Barbie doll. It was a Barbie doll. <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer was putting his name on everything yeah. at that time. <laughs> no shit. He needed to make all that money back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, they all meet up together and they're trying to spring the rest of the group that was captured yeah. because they've been brainwashed by the with the amazing song. Yeah. This I love when they like come, catch up head. with like the Justice League and they're all covered in glitter, oh, which yeah. is like a total girl thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just cover everything you own in glitter. It's, it was great. <laughs> and they're like living in a suburb, mowing lawns, and <laughs> Green Lantern and Superman are living together. <laughs> uh, and I love too that like it it really plays on like the weird, uh, the like a Stepford wives type of vibe mm-hmm. where they get in and like, everything's kind of the same. Yeah. And like, everyone's like, no, we love it here. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my God, this is kind of creepy. And like, you really yeah. don't know at that point, like where it's kind of going. Yeah. And like the movie still kind of sticks with the son's point of view because everything that's going on that the sister's involved with seems kind of sinister. Yeah. Like they even have a, they have like a song that plays out where, the queen what I want to be is like trying to convince them that she's actually like has their best interest in mind, but it's all done very sinisterly where it's right. like, no, I'm not evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, well you're saying that, but I'm kind of taking it a completely different right. way. That song's pretty fun. I love that. Yeah. That's, it's a good song. No. Yeah. Like the, like the songs, I don't think they're like as expertly done, but I do. I was, a, I 
did like them in the long run. Like that one and then the I don't like Gotham City guys one. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Where she's like trying to win over Batman by saying she'd rather fuck Superman. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh that guy sucks. You should go with me. And then it just ends with him proposing to her. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um so when they eventually uh they formulate a plan, all the while Rex Danger Vest thinking like, whoa, this Lucy chick Seems like she's probably going to turn on us. Yeah. Emmett, you probably should have your hackles up a little bit here. And yeah. so they form a plan to storm this wedding ceremony that's going to yeah. go down with It's wannabe. on this, like, temple that's, like, in the shape of a wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they have a whole plan on to shut down, like, the music that brainwashes people in the, in the inside. Because that's yeah. creating, like, a weird field of influence. Yeah. And... Uh, Rex Danger Vest is going to pull up with the escape vehicle, and then Emmett's going to use his newfound rage power yeah. <laughs> to break the... To punch through the the To punch through cake. the altar and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And so that's going to... That's where this really kind of gets interesting, because where it starts playing on, like, what the your... Uh, I guess expectations are yeah. going to be the movie. But I think it are really... Is like my favorite part. Yeah, because I think it's it doesn't take much to kind of realize that you are watching a brother and sister playing with Legos together, trying to get along, and realizing that there's some tension there. That they're just they have different ideas on how to play with with the certain things they're playing with. Right, but like then Batman wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's literally like, you feel tension in certain parts where it's like anytime someone's like, "No, I can't do this." It's it's the it's like the son being like, Batman would never marry a fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the plan all goes pretty much to plan. Yeah. But then you find out, like, right before it happens, that the sister, while playing with all these things, never had any malintent or anything like yeah. that. She just wanted to be a part of things. Yeah. And that... If Emmett were to break all this, it would just wreck the entire universe. Yeah, because the mompocalypse is the mom stepping in and being like, well, if you guys can't play nice together, then we're putting all these Legos in storage. Right. Hence, the bin of storage. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, that's when it all turns. I'm like, that is a really smart yeah. turn in yeah. this. Because not only then does Emmett somehow become the bad guy everyone else seem that you see think is brainwashed is on it's the just, side of good yeah, they're li they're just literally having fun right exactly <laughs> like, this all come Not the realization that you've never been brainwashed you're just having a good time yeah <laughs> and the only one that actually was brainwashed was emmett yeah because rex danger vest is him from the future right and that's like the whole thing that like i also think is a little bit over nah, it's not overcomplicated really yeah it's just that uh he is it so uh, go ahead and try to explain this because now that i'm thinking about it i'm like does that make sense so it like happened in a a past adventure where an old emmet like crashes and then falls under the washing machine yeah and then stays there 
for a the very dryer. long time. Yeah. Oh, which whatever one it is. Um, and yeah, then, he's stuck under there for five years and watching as like everyone plays with everything but him. Right. And he becomes like, he becomes like jealous and full of hatred that everyone is getting played with but him. And to the point where he's able to control his own functions without having to be in the Lego universe. Yes. So, like, he can essentially walk around, like, Toy Story style. Yeah. <laughs> Where, when they're not looking, he can walk around in the real... I'm like, does this break the world that they're in? That's what I'm kind of talking about. Yeah. I, mean, I, I still think it's still within the imagination of the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Rex Danger Vest is, like, that whole adolescent idea that you have to be cool... Yeah. And you have to maintain a certain look and presentation about yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, almost kind of be jaded about stuff, too. Yeah. And I think that's what this plays up on, where I feel like when you get to uh, adolescence, you kind of come to a crossroads where you can either... Where you have to accept that what you were is not who you're going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. So you can either take a really hard right and just be super jade on everything. <laughs> right. Or you could be like how Emmett kind of comes out in the end where it's like, just realize that shit's not going to be the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I think like the Lego movie two does a really good job of kind of taking the message of inside out and make it not as depressing. <laughs> yeah. I can see like that. Like they, they really like kind of hammer home where it's like you like because Emmett is kind of like that idea that like what nothing's changed everything's the same where it's like no you're changing everything is changing you're just you you're just in denial of it but mm-hmm. then I feel like like Rex Danger Vest is like if uh, Emmett, Emmett like- just kept denying it to where it's like now the real world is finally sunk in. And you've never really accepted it, and now it's hit you so hard that you're like, oh, well then fuck everything. And it was an overcorrection. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like y- people can fall into that, where once re- once reality hits, and you get to that point in your life where n- not as many people have your back, and you kind of have to defend for, fend for yourself in a lot of situations, you go from thinking everything is amazing to now, like... Wow, the world does really suck. <laughs> and now I kind of want to show everyone else how it sucks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Rex Danger Vest is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do like when they have the Lego people walking around in the real world, it just looks like the Lego people are like on a yeah, they're on a line, string, like... and they're just like hopping them around. I thought that was kind of really, fun. They even do that with like Rex's ship every once in a while, where it's like <laughs> blast off. And it's like. really good so then i liked that uh rex and emmett have this like weird like moral quandary with them quandary within themselves like rex wants emmett to not be he wants him to turn into like a cool dude like him so he has like almost as like this weird terminator 
timeline full circle kind of thing. Yeah. Where they don't want to cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can almost see, like, Rex is slowly turning him into himself as the movie goes on. Where right. It's, like, he's, he gives him the vest. Like, his right. hair gets messed up at a certain point. Like, right. he's putting stubble <laughs> fucking dots on his face. <laughs> right. Like, you can see Emmett slowly turning into him. Yeah. But it's like he has these two different forces pulling at him to where, like, he has to make the decision, like, do I go this more jaded route or do I try and maintain my same mentality in a way into a world that I know is going to suck way more than it was when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so when the mom apocalypse, mom apocalypse, mom apocalypse, mom apocalypse. For whatever reason, it's hard for me to say right now. Yeah, Mumpocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> it all it kind of does happen in this. Yeah, once the whole wedding comes crashing down. Yeah, because it kind of it cuts in and out of like the real world and the Lego world and like the real world. He's like crushing all the sisters' stuff. Yeah, because he's like, I wanted my guys. She had my guys. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever. And the mom had enough of it. She keeps stealing my stuff. And it's, like, Maya Rudolph coming in. Yeah. And she's, like, stepping on Legos, which, like, every time she <laughs> yeah, stepped like, on them, he's like, he's like, childbirth, this. <laughs> like, it's about the same. It's, it's, it's real close. <laughs> <laughs> and so she tells everybody to throw him into the bin. And then... Yeah. Uh, and they even, like, once everything's in the bin and everyone's depressed, they have the end. Mm-hmm. And they that's when they... Do the whole rip on Infinity War where it's like, wow, it's just, we're really going to end it on this really downer note, okay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I did catch that then. <laughs> that uh, that was pretty funny. Because like, even when the end came up and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it just shot up there. And then they came back and it's like, we can't end this here. Yeah, this, is a, this is a terrible way to end a movie. This <laughs> completely, completely bleak with no hope in sight. That's an awful way to end a movie. <laughs> oh, man. And at the same time, I was like, have the balls. End it here. <laughs> but no, they don't. They keep going on. And then I actually really liked it. Then it jumps more yeah. into like real world type stuff. Yeah. Where the son goes up and actually sees how sad his sister is that like yeah. now anything that she liked because of him is now taken yeah. away from her. But then they do the thing with the with the son when like they sing that that version of everything is awesome, but it's like everything's not awesome. Uh-huh. Where like he's coming to the conclusion where it's like, yeah, life kind of sucks right now, but it sucks because I'm just taking it like that right like, it, it sucks because of me yeah it's <laughs> yeah like yeah like things are gonna get wor- or things are not gonna be as good as they were when you were a kid but they can be better if you try and take them in the best way possible mm-hmm. which i think that's what the main thing about this is where it's like he's the older more mature one he could make everything right if he just accepts that it's like just don't be a dick about things <laughs> yeah uh and so they they start uh, breaking out the Legos again as like a peace offering. Yeah, I even like the they throw in a line from the first one where the sister goes up to the son and says, "You don't have to be the bad guy," mm. which is the same thing the son says to the dad in the first one, mm. where it's like you're seeing it full circle now. Where like 
like the main story of the first one was like the son is just trying to play with Legos and the dad is trying to make them like this big construct that he wants everything to be laid out in a certain way. But now we're getting to a point now where like the sister has a way looser way of playing with the Legos and the son has now become the dad where it's like, no, you don't play with Legos like that. Like that. You play with Legos like this. This yeah. is how you play with the Legos that I have. Right. Where like he's turning into the dad because his sister has an even looser idea of how you play with Legos. Right. Which I think that was cool where it's like you're watching the hero of the first one turn into the villain in this <laughs> one. It's just like Harvey Dent said, you live yep. long enough to see yourself become the God, villain. God, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's. I think it's a really great message and a really nice heartfelt ending. And then everything ends up being awesome, awesome. again at the yeah. end. And it, uh, it all turns out to be pretty great. Yeah. And then even like the ending credits are pretty good, too. Cause, I, like, didn't, I didn't just stay to see a whole bunch of them, but I just watched like the I didn't I watched up until like the scroll of yeah, the credits, yeah. But like I watched everything on like the whole animated stuff where the Legos are turning, yeah. And all that. Did you watch all those? No. The uh, the song in it is pretty great. I can't. I don't know who wrote it. I, I think, think Lonely Island is in it a little bit. Yeah, Lonely Island sang it because I could pick out their voices. Yeah. But I think a few other people were singing it too. But they like sing like how, um the credits are cool and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they even like pick out people in the credits and be like, man, that's a really cool job. <laughs> and it's like script supervisor or whatever like that. And it's, I thought it was a really actually ironic, funny song to what's just going on in the yeah. credits and stuff. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> Should have stayed awesome. for it. Damn I it. didn't stay after the scroll. I didn't know yeah. if there's anything after yeah. or whatever. I didn't care, but yeah. Um, otherwise I thought like, it was a great ending note to go off on. Nice. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Lego Movie? No, I just from what I said, I the I was really digging like their whole way of telling the story where instead of watching one person play with toys, you're watching two people play with toys and seeing all the chaos that ensues from that because mm-hmm. I kind of could connect with every aspect of this where like I did grow up with an older brother who would just step in and say what I was doing was stupid and then break all the shit that I was playing with. Right. But then I also, like, grew up around, like, younger cousins where I would go to, like, family gatherings and we'd come together and bring our respective toys together and play with them where I would be like, you're going to do that with with my guy? (laughs) That's pretty fucking stupid, dude. (laughs) I really don't like you doing that with my guy. I don't like you. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm getting pretty pissed off that you're making (laughs) Han Solo be eaten by my street shark. (laughs) Oh, man, street sharks. (laughs) Jesus. But, no, but yeah, it's like, like, especially if you still remember that, that part of your life, like, this will really bring you back to that point. Mm. Like, a lot of the things that go on in this, like, really brought me back to, like, playing with, like, my younger cousins or playing with, like, play dates I've had with, like, girls that I was with where, like, they would always want to, like, take my action figures and have them marry your, their Barbies and I'd get super pissed. Mm. Like, just, they play on all of that, but in, like, real-life terms through the Legos and, like, the yeah. Lego universe where you're, like, you really, you animated that and you... You kind of animated like a part of my childhood, and I really appreciate it. What was uh, what were you gonna ask me once we get all through this stuff? Oh, I was gonna ask you about like, since you actually grew up with like younger brothers, does like any of this really 
did any of that really strike a chord with you? Like, in terms of, like, how you played with things? Um, so I think the dynamic in the movie is different than what I had at home, because it's, like, a brother-sister relationship, which yeah. I never had. Yeah. I was, it was all brothers, but it was drilled in me, like, very young that, like, you had to share. Yeah. Like, my mom was like a housewife and my dad was a farmer yeah so like we didn't have a ton yeah and so like what was mine what was dinosaur neils yeah what was blake's and Corey? i don't even i've ever said all their names before <laughs> but like yeah like we all had the same stuff and we all yeah. had to like share it and make time for it and all that kind of stuff and we're all like two years apart yeah and so we didn't have like a big a real huge age gap either yeah so it kind of worked out that we're all we all kind of we all kind of got along for the most part. I mean, like you live with somebody for like eighteen years. Oh you, yeah, you kind of get on your each other's nerves every oh, once yeah, in a yeah, while. Yeah. But like even still now, we're like still great friends. Oh we're yeah. Like some siblings aren't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you don't dislike your brother or anything no, like that. No, we're just... But you're... Yeah, we're far The age gap yeah. is, is yeah. like 10 years where mine, at the most, is 6 years. Yeah. So, and even then, like, I just talked to him on yesterday through, like, Skype or whatever. Yeah. And it was a good time. The old big delicious bros. <laughs> the BDBs. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, so, anyway, that's the Lego Movie 2. What would yeah. we grade... This movie, JT. Like I said, I don't think the comedy hits as well as it does in the first one, but I think with what they had to play with, with it being like two people playing with each other, I thought it was it was pretty smart for what it was. Like it like I said, it took me back to when I was playing with my action figures with like my younger cousins growing up and like all the things that they were doing and how jumbled and disorienting a lot of the storytelling was. It was like we totally did that when I was a kid mm. playing with action figures. So yeah, I, I think it, it and it and it still holds, holds together as like an actual cool story in the long run. So, I'm, gonna give it a little less of a grade that I gave Lego. I'm gonna give it like a decent A minus. Okay, I, uh, would agree with all your sentiments there. I think I would grade it. Hmm. I'll say A minus two. I was okay. leaning on like B plus A minus. Yeah. But I think like the message for kids, if they're watching it, is like a pretty strong one. Like, yeah. To like live in harmony and all that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. So like harmony and shit. <laughs> that's, that's good. So like, that's a good message. I, I, I shouldn't be downplaying any of that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Don't Troy. We have, I'm, we, have we have young listeners. They're probably listening and being like, I want to know what Troy thinks about this. That's right. Why are you up so late? First of all, where are yeah. your parents? <laughs> this is a recorded. They can listen to this like whatever. Know, short. The I, fuck. I know. Uh, anyway, that's the Lego Movie Two: Colon the Second Part. Yeah. There you have it. Tell us what you thought of it. Tell us what you thought of the Lego movies altogether. That's right. What's your favorite Lego movie? Did you see Ninjago? Is yeah. that your favorite? Is Why it good? is that your favorite? It's on HBO, and I want to know if it's good. <laughs> I don't think it is, but. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, you can write us into all the plugs at the end. We've got a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you've been into this last week, JT? Uh, I got caught up on some HBO watching, Troy. Oh, I'm my. almost completely caught up with True Detective. Okay. And I'm digging it a lot this season. Yeah. Like, uh, they even they're even kind of doing a thing where the older version of Mahershali's character is like kind of suffering from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So he's putting himself putting himself in situations that we haven't seen yet where he's like the guy's like you do realize i hate you right <laughs> and he's like no <laughs> like it, it's kind of cool they're kind of playing it up like that like you're following him through two three different timelines like there's a 1980 1990 and 2013 or 2014 or something uh-huh and like, the 2014 version of him has, like, Alzheimer's, like, real bad. But, like, and uh, this uh, magazine reporter or something is, like, interv- interviewing him and, like, asking him things about the case. And there's things that he can that he can recollect about and things that he can't. And he's trying to, like, his best to, like, answer. And then as he keeps going, he's like, well, shit, yeah, why didn't I do this? That's a good point. Why didn't we do this? Oh shit. Like what why did we just drop the case altogether after this certain point and then all this stuff starts coming in and stuff and then when he starts going through and like asking people like why did we stop and he's like you know why we stopped. <laughs> like we didn't want to get caught for this. Like you know you know why this happened and he's like no I don't. Like there's like there's literally like this cloud like feels like this cloud is hanging overhead where it's like he's just he, he put himself in a situation where it's like, well, I have to drop this case completely. But now he's his mental faculties are so far gone where now he's gone back to the mindset that he had when he was, like, really into the case that he wanted to figure out what happened. Where it's like, Dang. now he's, like, digging up shit when he's, like, older where people are like, man, we let this go a long time ago. Why are you digging up old shit? Uh-huh. And he's like... Cause I don't remember the old shit. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. I'm really digging it so far. I've wanted to jump into it and just like watch an episode here or there. Yeah. But like, I, uh, I haven't gotten into like it the, yet. the 1980 storyline is kind of wrapping up where I'm like, okay, the 1981, I know nothing happens cause there's two more storylines after this. Right. So why the fuck are you still showing me more shit from this? You're just kind of showing me like the actual case that they're doing before they actually drop it. But they get to a point where it's like, oh, that's what you were building to. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That was worth it. <laughs> All right. All I'm, right. I'm, I know why you kept going off the storyline then. Because they have a, there's like a shootout that happens in 1980 where people get fucked up. <laughs> where you're like, holy shit. Like, this is pretty violent, even like for True Detective. Damn. It's All right. pretty fucking good. All right. So, yeah, definitely get into True Detective. Good. And, uh,. I watched the first episode of season three of Crashing. Uh huh. That's been up right now. I just, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I like it so much. Like, I love how. Uh, ah, fuck. What's his name? The main guy in it. Oh, Pete Holmes. Yeah, Pete Holmes. Like, his character is so fucking good in it now. Cause like now you've seen him through enough seasons where now you just kind of caught on. Where it's like he's the guy that like. When you first meet him, it's always going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. And his friends just always are the people that just 
end up either running into him again where it's like, okay, he's not that bad. Or it's just like, they just are forced into his presence enough times where it's like, God damn it, him again. And then it's just <laughs> over and over and over again where you're like, okay, he's not that bad of a guy. Mm-hmm. Where I just love it. It's like, it's kind of the point now where every time he meets someone for the first time, I'm just like, man, Artie, where the fuck <clears throat> are you? He's going to talk to somebody. <laughs> you got to kind of come in and be the fucking delegate for him where uh-huh. it's like he always says the wrong thing to the per- to a person that he meets for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a scene in, uh, like... In, like, the first episode, like, he goes to this the comedy cellar for the first time, and, like, the person that owns it is, like, sitting there with, like, Artie and a bunch of other comedians, and, like, he sits there and starts saying a bunch of awkward shit to her, and they're just like, all right, Pete, thanks, all right, go ahead and go, whatever, man, go, okay, thanks, Pete, yeah, oh, yeah, cool, thanks, we'll talk to you later, man, like, they're trying to save him, uh-huh. and then he gets to a scene where, like, she's sitting by him by herself, and Pete's just kind of looking around, and he sits there right, right next to her, you're like, oh, fuck, Artie, where are you, Pete's with her by herself, you gotta fucking, like, it's caught on now where it's, like, anytime he's with someone that he doesn't really, like, know, like, or is comfortable with, you're just, like, that's like the tension of the show where you're like, you're going to say something stupid oh, and you're going to fuck up your career because <laughs> this person is actually pretty powerful in the, in the world of comedy. And you always say the wrong thing to people you don't know that well. Cool. So I, I don't know. So crashing is pretty good. I'm really good. digging it. I've I, only seen the first episode so far, but I know that season three. Yeah. Okay. I think they're, I think they're like an episode four or five right now, but. I caught yeah. the first season. I didn't get to the chance to see the second season yet. Yeah, it's it's good though. I'm really digging it. And they actually use like actual like comedians and stuff to mm-hmm. play it out. Like it seems cool. And they're actually like, getting to points now where like Pete is like pretty successful. Like he's like doing college tours and stuff. Okay. But then he goes back to New York and he meets up with people that could actually like elevate him even higher and he just keeps fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. So it's good. I, I'm digging it. Right, right on. And that's out I'm on into. Um, I haven't been into much. Uh, I've been reading Doom Patrol for an upcoming live stream that we got going on at the end of the month. Um, and I've been really digging this book. Yeah, it's like weird for weird's sake, and there's like really no deeper meaning to it. Like I just read a chapter where. The they introduce a character called Danny the Street. Yeah. And if you're familiar with the book, you know like that's an odd character. <laughs> but the Danny the Street is a literal street that is sentient and is also a transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. How is a street a transvestite? <clears throat> it works because it has a bunch of manly shops on the street like gun shops and stuff yeah but they have like frilly curtainy windows and stuff like that <laughs> it's dressed up like feminine <laughs> i'm curious now there's every time you bring shit up about this it sounds so fucking odd it is super fucking odd <laughs> and i love it like i'm like way into the absurdity of it yeah and i'm falling into it hook line and sinker i love it <laughs> Oh, man. So I've just been pretty much reading that, and that's about it. Uh, Otherwise, uh, I've also been keeping up with the new Al Ewing Hulk run. Yeah. Which is really good. It's the best it's ever been in a long time. Cool. And the latest issue, they just, like, 
revealed like a new kind of relationship between Bruce Banner and the Hulk that for whatever reason they've never done before. Yeah. And it makes complete sense. Yeah. And I'm not going to spoil it on here because I think some people listen to this that read comics and if they don't read it then I want to spoil it for yeah. them. So like I think it's really a smart idea and I I can't wait to see where it goes. Sweet. Yeah, but that's that's all I've been into this last couple right weeks on so. Troy. Yeah. So JT, if people want to talk Lego Movie with you, where could they do so? They can piece it all together at Bucky Forever on Twitter. <laughs> also Bucky Forever on Instagram. Bucky Forever on Snapchat. Troy. Find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can talk to us both and vote for the Tournament of Random Movies on Review Review Pod on Twitter. Drag me to hell versus Platoon. <laughs> <laughs> so check those two out this week. Vote promptly. Yes. And swiftly. And quickly. And, and mercilessly. <laughs> uh, you can also find all of our episodes uploaded to our hosting site, uh, reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. Uh, if you don't want to go there, that's perfectly okay. We're on a multitude of other platforms. We don't give a shit. Yeah, such as Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, any of those. Or you can find us pretty much anywhere on any podcatcher. Uh, but if you do use Apple Podcasts, why don't you rate and review us there? Because for whatever reason, that's like still the big one. And if people like uh, rate and review us, then that helps other people find the show. Yeah, we love you. Yeah. Talk to us. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to write in like some people are prone to do, you can do so at a review review pod at podb uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, we can give you a genuine mail scream. That's right. Genuine. Yeah, times two. Uh, that's the show, JT. That is the show. Join us Monday yep, for my pick of Operation No Operation Baby. Operation No Baby Episode 3. We're talking about uh, Space Jam. Yes. Tune in, because I think we both have some things to say about... <laughs> oh, I have more to crazy say. Crazy fucking movie. <laughs> I have more to say about Space Jam than I did of Lego Movie 2. <laughs> so get ready for that. Uh... <laughs> It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then next then... Thursday, we're diving into something that's near and dear to your heart, Troy. We talked about my Lego movies. Yes. Now we're going to talk about your Paddingtons. That's right. <laughs> we're diving into the first Paddington, leading into one of Troy's favorite movies of last year, Paddington 2. That's right. Oh, my. Can't wait for Paddington 2. Yeah, but you haven't seen Paddington, the first one, have you? No. Wow. <laughs> So I'm curious now. Same. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be the next cu- few upcoming shows. Uh, we still are taking requests yeah. of things for next Monday. Yeah. The fo- Not, uh, yeah, this coming Monday, but the following one. Yeah. Let it, put it, put your, put your voice out there. Let it be heard. We need to know what are we going to talk about for, are we going to do two more Mondays? Yeah, there's two more Mondays, right? Well, there's not two more Mondays left in February, but we might as well just do two. Yeah, more. we might as well. Yeah, two choices for two the more, two more, two plus. more episodes of Operation No Baby to find out if we can get Macy stuck on some sweet ass kids films. That's right. Um, we've got a bunch of requests so far, so we'll just drop a few in a hand. We'll let them. Uh, we'll let them fly, Mar- marinate, um, and we'll pick some out of a hat for the following episode for Monday. Um, yeah. so anyway, 
that's going to be a show for this week. Tune back in on Monday. But until then, I've been short of the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. And we are off.